Okay, is this what we do? Yeah. Yeah, we have to we have to get we have to get into the into the zone. I wish the mashed potatoes were on my plate. I wish the mashed potatoes were on my plate. Can you say the brown cow thing again? It calms me down. The sixth season of Game of Thrones was bullshit. Was it the whole sixth season? Or was it the back half? I don't remember. Just mostly the back half. What the fuck? You can't just transport after taking months to go between regions in the earlier seasons. You know what's funny? Is that similar to the Lord of the Rings thing where they're like, hey, couldn't that fucking eagle have done that the whole time or That's whatever? That's exactly right, yeah. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot Several of shows have fucked up like that. Yeah. It's like uh, those denouement moments not fleshed out until you get to the back end yeah. of your story. Yeah. And this is Matt. <laughs> Hello. That's the end have we started? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Fantastic. All right. Yeah, we can, we can just slide into a soft opening. Whatever. Um, <clears throat> okay, here we go. Boom, boom, boom. Welcome, everybody, to the show. We are your hosts, Chase and Miles, and we are at the Lucky Duck. Welcome, everybody. We got a special one for you. Miles, who do we have on today? Thanks for asking, Chase. So I guess our viewers and listeners should go back to season two, episode one, because Ooh. we had Megan on that podcast. We did. And today we, did. we have Megan's husband, Matt. Welcome. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Go back and listen to Megan's episode. That's what I would recommend, because everything I'm going to talk about, it requires that context. Yes, yes. This is a sequel to oh, that episode, so mm-hmm. if you all haven't listened or watched yet, uh, please do. Which, again, I haven't listened or watched to, but I know my wife, and I just know I'm going to pick up right where she left off. Yeah, exactly. Microbiome, perfect. Yeah, you guys want to talk about the gut-brain axis? Let's dive into <laughs> it. <laughs> Um, here, why don't you uh, push the mic a little bit away? Oh, okay, too close. It is, yeah. Great. Now we're we're just doing some sound leveling, folks. Thanks for hanging in. Um, yeah, I'm welcome. Used, I'm used to having a hug mine. Like oh, I told really? you, I was telling you yeah. off air here. We, I just started podcasting. Uh, for whatever reason, our audio is the opposite. I have to fo- I have to like be touching the mic. Be like deep throating your mic in order to get a good sound. Basically, yeah. and th- and that is the pod. So you have heard it. Our, our podcast is deep throating. Yeah, deep throating one hundred and one. Uh, or yeah, it's an ASMR thing. Again, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of an ASMR thing. Can we so get like, that on the podcast and Spotify? That's store? actually not a bad idea. Yeah, where you, the audience has to guess what object you're deep throating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> just based off of the noise <laughs> yeah, and just, sound alone. That yeah. sounds like a banana or a. G- G.I. Joe action figure. Yeah, and I'm trying to actively describe it, but again, something is down my throat, so it's tough to describe. (laughs) But if they can make out what I'm trying to say, then they can guess it. This sounds like something where you should record it also, and then like the next week after people have made guesses, you put it on your OnlyFans account. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Should I have an OnlyFans account already? Yes. You should. You should. I was was thinking you could do like a, you know, on the Pokemon show was like, well, who is that Pokemon? Was like, <laughs> what am I deep throating? What am I deep throating? <laughs> oh wow! Commercial break comes. <laughs> it's a cucumber. <laughs> um, yeah. So what? What is your podcast called? So it's, everybody it, knows. It's called Destination Passport. Sweet. It is, as we say, the only podcast about travel. Um, oh, there cool. are none others about travel if you haven't looked this up yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's an Don't improv look it podcast. Up if, you, if you are interested, and that's what we tell people because I think they will find that there are several other travel podcasts. Um, yeah, it's an improvised podcast. It's with a, a buddy of mine, another comedian in Denver. Um, we play two characters who are um, travel agents. 
we own a travel agency and we have another improviser on that plays a character as our client for the week and we get to know them and book them the trip of their dreams hell yeah that sounds yeah. dope that's awesome when have you already started releasing episodes and all that or yeah we've released um uh, i think about eight now wow, and i've okay. texted you every single one of them so i'm offended yep. that you know, not only haven't listened mm-hmm. but didn't even know if they were out yet Jesus. you don't even read my text what messages it sounds like great fuck yeah, I uh, I need to be better about that. I was actually uh, busy deep throating random objects. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So you are trying to come on the pod. Yeah, I am. I, am. <laughs> I actually, do have guests on. I'm I'm practicing a little bit. Wait, is that your, <laughs> that's your other podcast, right? You have two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 I was yeah, just yeah. getting confused between the two. I don't know if you do the travel thing while you're deep throating stuff. No, nope, really separate. Hard. I keep them separate. There's, there could be a niche right there. I'm that sure. could be a niche. I would listen to that. That market. I yeah. would listen to it before bed for sure. Yeah. Oh, those dreams. So what are we drinking? We're drinking... Uh, cheers, by the way. Yeah, cheers. Uh, thanks for having me. Thanks nice for making little... this drink. If mm. listeners don't know, they make me a drink, and it's great. Mm. What is it, Chase? <sighs> so this a is dirty a hairy? Perf- yeah, this is a dirty, dirty butthole. Um, it is a uh, perfect Manhattan. Um, Wait, are they just called Manhattans, but you were like, I'm so good at it, I'm calling it... Like, mine's a perfect Manhattan? Yep. Anything I do is perfect. Nice. You'll, you'll figure this out. So if I go back and listen, because you do this every episode. Yeah, you make a drink. And- yeah, we'll make a drink. Um, and actually for season two, what we're ending up doing, we haven't released the first one yet as we're recording. I probably shouldn't say that. But um, what we're going to do is actually exactly what I had. We're very transparent uh, on this. Yeah. Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, by the way, um, uh, no, uh, we are going to do like the who's that Pokemon thing, but it's going to be a what what's that drink? And we're going to post a photo of it before we air each episode mm. and we're going to silo out the drink and uh. people are going to guess what the drink is and then um <laughs> we'll release what it is afterwards that's a great idea uh something that came to mind for me though and just I, i'm sure you were not going to do this but just be careful to not use the same glass each time as your silhouette because they'd yep. be like you know hey what the fuck that's a glass that's you're what, giving me no clues yeah because the pokemon they were very distinctive outlines right yeah yeah, Shit. we'll have to we'll have to make sure. So so far, I think we I think we've we're we're good. Yeah, maybe I think so. Maybe maybe the episode before this one, we might have used the same glass. Mm. Oh, true. Yeah. Well, hey. Photoshop. You know, mm-hmm. you live mm-hmm. and you learn, right? Yeah. No, this that's thing. very cool though, and I appreciate you making the drink. And I took a sip, and it is delicious. Well, you're welcome. Is it, it a little is... cinnamony? So what's in it? Um, is a uh, Woodford Reserve bourbon. <gasps> I actually okay. I don't drink much. Yeah. Um. So first of all, already drunk. Thank you. Yeah. Second of all, uh, when I do, Woodford Reserve is up there. I know that's good stuff. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I do like it. I have a whole. I haven't. We haven't really cracked it open until today. So, this is this is kind of an important deal. I'm honored. Yeah. All right. Genuinely honored. Yeah. So in a, in a Manhattan, generally you have mm-hmm. vermouth, either dry or sweet, and then you have bourbon with uh, bitters. That's pretty much it. So a classic, classic cocktail. Yeah. Um, dating back to like you know the martini days and mm. the old fashions. Mm-hmm. Um, I imagine there was a period where like all of the drinks became invented together, like all the drinks. Yeah. It was just like a just yeah, a bunch of alcoholics. Yeah, for the drink startups. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Change mm-hmm. one ingredient. Like oh, it's got to have a new name now. You know, what I heard the mm-hmm. other day was um, micro, uh, mac no micro ga- gastronomy. Gut- 
Yeah, microbiome. You heard that the other day. Do you know that? Yeah, absolutely. How how deep into the weeds do we want to go? Because for listeners that don't know, I got my PhD in neuroscience. You have two PhDs, right? Um, Right, right. Mm -hmm. Neuroscience, my undergrads in biology. Um, I currently work and do research at the VA, and uh, I'm married to somebody who uh, tries to do comedy. Nice. Mm. Yeah. So that's just a little Sick. bit about me. I love how you could just like talk about your uh, your your significant other uh, as yourself, like in third person. Just be like, yeah, he's in the comedy. Um, he also enjoys uh, Crayola pencils. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a really so, neat guy. He reads me a story every night before we go to bed. <laughs> the best. Um, wow. That's only slightly untrue. Wow. A story before bed. Huh? Not a story, but you know, I so I like to read before bed. Megan's likes to sleep before bed, um, so I will uh, read aloud, and it'll it'll take like two minutes, and she's out cold, mm. just That's listening like to this me. sweet sultry voice. Yeah, yeah. So Sarah just rubs my back, and I fall. You do have that voice, yeah. like the calm app voice. You kind of you, you could, think so? You could contract that out. Yeah. I, I think if I if I had the desire to, we were joking about ASMR, I could pull off a mean ASMR channel. Hmm. Oh shit. Third podcast. Yeah. Oh shit. And and for uh those who don't know, which you guys probably wouldn't, um Matt is uh graciously lended his voice to another project mm. that uh I'm working on. Another mm-hmm. podcast. We right. won't uh, spill too much of that that the beans on that one just yet, but uh that was that was a kind of a fun little. You kind of just came over and we just kind of had you jump right into it, and uh, you kind of nailed it. I don't. Well, I appreciate that. I don't know if I nailed it, but I don't know how to live any other way, and, and it's my problem. Yeah. And that's why I've found that improv has been such a big part of my life. Is that's all I know is show up and like, oh sure, let's do it, and we just try it and we mm. see how it goes. And so that was like an example of that. So how did you get into improv? Good question. Okay, so I got my degree in computer and electrical engineering. Wow. God damn. Um, yeah, it sounds, and it is, but like, I don't know. I feel like I just skated by, really? you know? Yeah. yeah. Was it, was, isn't it easy? It doesn't sound like an easy degree to so, get. So, so it wasn't. Got, it you, sucked. You got done and then you're like, how does the computer work again? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Oh, and then I thought, well, improv maybe. Yeah. No. So my last semester of college, that was right, right around the time that Megan and I had started dating. We were long distance at the time. And she... I don't know, just through conversations, she knew that I was at least interested in like doing comedy or performing or acting. And so she convinced me in my last semester of college. So technically I hadn't graduated yet. I had like one open spot left and I needed like one more class to stay full time, but I had everything else taken care of. So it was like, take whatever you want, but you need something. Hmm. So she convinced me to take intro to acting at Ohio State. Uh Uh, So I took that in my last semester of college, really loved it. Um, really enjoyed whenever we would do improv, always watched and loved Whose Line Is It Anyways growing up, stuff sure. like that, right? Yeah. Um, and always loved comedy, and I was like, oh my God, I didn't know this improv thing was a thing. Um, so then I graduated, moved back to Dayton for my first job out of college, and I was I just Googled, like, please let there be improv in Dayton. Uh, and luckily enough, there was an improv theater in Dayton, Dayton, Ohio. Um, so I... I Signed up for classes like immediately. I think I was taking classes before I started my job even. Wow. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, I started taking classes. So started learning. Then I started performing there. Then I started teaching there. And so over the years, it was just it was just one of those things I was just like obsessed with. Mm-hmm. And I think, again, that like Megan and I were long distance. I had a lot of that free time like outside of work. Yeah. Um, when we weren't just like on the phone to like dedicate myself to like learning it. And I was obsessed. Hmm. That's nice. dope. I have a question. So. Yeah. 
has this always been a thing for you though? I mean, not, I mean, obviously you just told us your introduction to improv, but Mm -hmm. have you always enjoyed social interactions with people you don't know or, or just getting into a conversation with someone at an event or something like that? That's a really good question. You know, I think in some ways completely, in some ways, not at all. It's really weird. So I've, I've definitely had like a really bad anxiety for, for a number of years. And like, it was, it was worse in some years, but like, I think, my junior year of high school, something like that, um, I had never thought of like mental health issues or anxiety or anything like that. And then one day in class, I just had a full-blown panic attack. I didn't know at the time what the fuck was happening. But yeah. like, it was like I was sitting in class. All of a sudden, I turned to my friend behind me. I was like, I don't know what's happening. Like, I, I need to get out of here or something. He was like, uh, okay, just just leave. He was like, I'm not. I just went out into the locker room, sat against the locker, sat down. And I was just like, literally just felt like I was dying. I was like, what the fuck is happening to me? Um, and so then from there just kind of had some anxiety struggles where, especially in larger crowds and things like that, I would, I would be like very anxious to the point of like, I'm, I'm looking for exits. I'm thinking about how am I going to fight off a panic attack right now? Genuinely. And so because of that experience, it probably spawned by that, which what, what, what spawned that experience? Probably a lot of childhood trauma. Sure. We can always guess that that's kind of the baseline. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, from then, I think, I don't know, like, like meeting uh, Megan and her kind of introducing me to, like, I don't know, like, the neuroplasticity of the brain and how much, mm-hmm. like, mindfulness and things like that. Like, you you know, you're, I'm not permanently like this, right? I can work on things. That was freeing, but that was also right around improv. And so improv, for me, mm. holds a special place in my heart as far as, like, the tie to mindfulness and all the lessons that I got out of it to help me be more present, to help me be less judgmental. Um, you know, there's so many of these improv sayings like, um, you know, don't think twice and follow the fear and all these sorts of things that like deep down, like they're really just great life lessons, but they apply to like improv as well. And so that helped me a lot. So I was never a public speaker. I, w- I would get nervous as hell getting up in front of people. I would have anxiety, panic attacks in large crowds. I wouldn't go to football games because of it. Hmm. But I- I'd say a combination of those two things turned me around to um, now I love it. You know, I'll get up and perform in front of people. So. That's crazy. I would never guess you would go from that to, to now uh, acting in front of people. Do you still get that stage yeah. fright when you go up? Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. I don't ask a lot of other performers this, but I would imagine most people still do. Yeah, that, I think there's always like the that that very first couple minutes, and then doesn't it kind of slowly fade away after that? Yeah, I think there's a lot behind like me getting into the right mindset for for performing. Again, it's around these like you know I'm not I'm, I'm not being self conscious. I'm not being judgmental of myself or other people. I'm being present. I'm just like you know loving what's happening, all those sorts of things. But regardless, I would say certainly like you know there's nerves leading up leading up to it um every time and to varying degrees depending on like what particular show it is or how bit crowded it is or things like that but um you just you just get so used to going in with that happening that 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 just becomes the mindset of like yeah i know i'm nervous but i think steve martin said something great in his masterclass was something like the effect of like you know it, it's really excitement mm-hmm. like it's not like there's a difference between that and, and like panic attacks social anxiety like really bad anxiety what you're really feeling there is just like this pre-show excitement. And so yeah. I think, you know, if you view it that way, that kind of helps frame it a little bit better too. Like that's, positive that's anxiousness cool. or whatever. Yeah. 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 You could say excitement is positive anxiousness. Yeah. That's yeah. that's a fun branding, <laughs> rebranding for them. Uh, so how is, how is the improv scene in Denver? It's cool, man. Like 
so between Dayton and here, I moved to Atlanta and performed down there mm-hmm. for a couple years. Um, it was it's weird though because we moved here during the pandemic, um, so nothing was open during that time. Nobody was performing. Nobody's putting on shows. Any of that. So it took a little while until one of the theaters here, Rise Comedy, um, even had like some sort of like internal event where they were having people in. And I kind of reached out to the guy. I was like, hey, I'm new to town. I've been waiting for something. Is it cool if I come to this? He's like, yeah, absolutely. And I went and met some people. And he was super gracious and kind. And so I started to meet some people in the community. And then they slowly started having some of their shows. And so I was able to go and perform and, again, meet other people. So the guy that I do my podcast with now, I just met him, you know, whatever, like five months, four or five months ago at some of these, like, early performances. And now we do a two-person show together um, and, and host the podcast. So... I've really only delved into the one theater, Rise Comedy, mm-hmm. but it's great, great community, um, great ownership, and um, it, there's a lot of really talented and, and great people here. Where's that theater at? That is uh, downtown. Uh, it's like a block and a half from Coors, mm-hmm. Coors Field. Yeah. And uh, is there, do you have any, like, I guess... Uh wants to get into other forms of comedy like just regular stand-up comedy or Hmm. things of that nature good question not really i've toyed with it back and forth i think it's a completely different beast right i think i would be certainly starting from a higher baseline Mm -hmm. um now that i have like just the performance experience and getting on stage experience of improv but certainly in a lot of aspects i would be starting at like the ground floor as far as you know learning um Stand up, like it's it's yeah. a completely different form. I've done like three open mics in my life in each of the cities. I've done one in Dayton, one in Atlanta, and one in Denver, and they were fine. Uh, but I would I would need to really you know do a lot of it as as anyone needs to to like get decent at that. And I don't know. I've kind of toyed back and forth of like, do I want to do that? Do I not? And I've mm-hmm. I've just kind of not really put much if any time into it yet. The difference is like what like improv is more like acting, uh, and then stand up comedy is more of just like. Uh public speaking type of situation, right? Yeah, yeah. So I would say, generally speaking, improv is, yeah, it's more like um, a- acting on stage. You're doing you're doing little scenes, right? You're acting something out. You're making everything up on the spot with a group of people. It's very collaborative in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, stand up alone. So you're taking away that, you're taking away the working with people, you're taking away the collaboration. And um, everything's pre-planned uh, to a degree, right? People do different amounts of, riffing or going in and, and just making everything up some some comedians do like rory scoville in atlanta did um but uh that's kind of the main difference right so there's like the art of really planning and writing and crafting your jokes and practicing the delivery and get, getting that feedback and then like from performance to performance like revising it so that months down the road and like hundreds of times of performing the same joke it becomes really good mm-hmm. versus improv is like every time i get up there we're going to do and say completely new stuff that we're never going to touch again. I've always thought that people who are good at improv would be good at picking up someone at a bar, right? Mm. <laughs> because you're, you're kind of used to those situations where you just think of something to say. Yeah. Yeah. I would say I would, I would agree with that. Yeah. I would say generally speaking, yes, those skills are very applicable to a lot of different areas like that, like being personable with, with a new person and you don't mm-hmm. know what's going to happen. That's why like improv for business training is like a very popular thing. And I've done that for a couple of years because so many of the skills that you have to learn to be a good improviser on stage are just good life skills, good work skills. 
you know, communication, teamwork, all those sorts of things. But what's interesting is like so many improvisers, you know, including myself, I'll definitely throw myself in this kind of awkward people, kind of anxious, kind of awkward. Yeah. You know, you think yourself as an awkward person? Somewhat. I don't know. It, it's it's just fascinating because like what you said is so true and it takes all those skills to be good on stage. But like, I don't know. When it actually comes to people you don't know or something or mm. when it's when it's a real personal relationship and not just something you're acting out, maybe it's different. Yeah, yeah, that might be it. And I think I think there is a lot of that and, and this varies by performer, by improviser, like how comfortable they are or not. But I think a lot of people do get um, kind of in their head or nervous even when they're like playing with new people mm. versus like the group and the group chemistry that you form with other people, which certainly I feel to an extent, but I feel pretty comfortable. Like if any improviser was like, or even you guys were like, yeah, let's go up and do a show. I'm like, okay, cool. Let's go do it. Mm. Um, whereas other people so might, <laughs> hey, Thursday nights, uh, there's jams. So anybody can go up. <laughs> what, what does that mean? Jams? Yeah. So jam is like, you know, open mics for stand up. Mm-hmm. Anybody can sign up. Okay. Yeah. That's improv's version of that. Okay. Is a jam. So what? What? How they do it here at Rise? There's there's two different halves. So the first half they have like a seasoned team that um, performs, and the, whoever wants to perform with them, they, you put a name in a bucket, and they'll draw a few at a time. So you'll perform with some of the more seasoned improvisers mm-hmm. on stage, and then the second half is anybody can sign up as a team, and they just draw teams, and the teams go one by one by one. So hypothetically, and by hypothetically, I mean we're gonna do this. Um, the two of you and me, we could go sign up as a team and perform for like eight minutes and do improv together. Something like that. Oh, okay. Interesting. Huh. Is that a, I'll try is, that it. A, is that a popular <laughs> thing to do? Um, like, like do, 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 are there usually pretty decent turnouts for that or pretty decent? It's mostly like a community thing. Like it's the people yeah. in the class structure. Gotcha. Improv, um, theaters tend to be like that. Like it, which is great, right? Every kind of community has like its own like pros and cons, like it's a community, but it's, it's very much a community. Mm-hmm. So, you know, typically theaters are like, Hey, you go through our class system and then you get a chance to perform on our stage. Rise is a little bit different than that. They're, they're a little bit more open and you can kind of submit to, to do a show. Plus they do stand up and sketch and things like that. But, mm-hmm. um, it's typically people that are like performers or just, um, in the class system right now, hmm. but there's certainly, definitely people, certainly, definitely, certainly, definitely people that um, have never done it before that come. That's cool. No, I'd, I'd definitely be open to that. I remember I was a part of a uh, the Junior <laughs> Thespians Society. It's true. Growing, I up. love that you put a B in it. Thespians. <clears throat> yeah, I think it's thespian. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I've been drinking. When you're from Florida, it's thespian. <laughs> yeah. Thespian. <laughs> Like a lesbian? Yeah, lesbian? my dad jokes with me about me coming out as a thespian. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember doing like like uh, some improv workshops uh, through that program, and uh, they were always really fun. I mean, nice. it was kind of like uh, anything goes type of situation. Yeah. Um, so that sounds like fun. Yeah. Yeah, to some people. Could not, be fun. Not Is that you? you? I don't know. It seems like a lot of work. Maybe it's a lot just of work. Maybe it's just because I haven't... I think it maybe it's like uh, I think you people who are quick witted or quick like uh, reaction or think sure they, yeah not me that's no you take a minute well here's yeah. what I think Go and think I about and I teach this so I feel more passionately about it like even to people that come through class systems like I teach at the, at the the theater but also teaching like professionals that have no desire to go on stage. You can get better at, I think certainly people are like more predispositioned to certain levels of skills with this, but 
quick thinking, you can definitely get better at that and learn that. And I think the key to quick thinking, one of them is to stop self-judgment because I think we just get caught in like a sort of loop of like, should I say that? Should I say this? Mm. It's like your mind is thinking of something already. You just got to trust yourself and trust to say it in the moment. Hmm. Yeah. That's what I do. <laughs> just think of if I said this, then what would be the consequence of that? And right. then go, it goes oh, we all do. all the Stop doing that, Miles. Oh, we all God do. damn it. Yeah. The, the only time I don't do that is on this podcast. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Mm. And, then I, and then I watch it back and then I regret everything I said. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's when I perform too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Laying in bed at night, like, okay, I regret everything I did. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah. I'll go back tomorrow and do the same thing. Great. Yeah. Awesome. It's a no judgment zone. Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. That's, That's crucial. Well, I'd be down to try it as well. Cool. Well, there's a couple other like eases into it too. If you guys are just like, well, first of all, you could sign up for a level one class mm-hmm. and we could figure out when I'm teaching the next one if you wanted me to teach it or if you thought that'd be weird. We don't do that. And then they have drop-ins too, which mm-hmm. is just like, just go try one class. Yeah. Uh, or mm-hmm. one, yeah. Instead of like a full, like whatever, seven, eight weeks of it. You yeah. Know? Are there other uh, like improv uh I guess clubs or uh, mm-hmm. classes throughout Denver. And did you just kind of like gravitate towards that one first? And you're like, this is it. Yeah. I think there's a few more. I'm still pretty new to the scene and ignorant, mm-hmm. but I, I know that there were a few more before COVID. Yeah. I don't know how many, if, if any others have made it out yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I know that was a, that was a big factor, like all over, like the theaters I performed at in Atlanta and <clears throat> Dayton. I mean, they struggled mm-hmm. and they're just now, um, especially a couple of those just within the last month started perform, um, opening up shows again. So wow. Rise was actually one of the earliest ones as far as opening back up that I heard really? of. So I was really grateful to be, Interesting. I, I guess, nationally one of, you know, one of the first ones to start performing again. How, 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 um, what's like the capacity in that place? Like a couple hundred people? Or no, something? it's smaller than that. Yeah, like it's 50? probably around 50 or 60. Yeah, 50, 60. Yeah. Yeah. There's something about improv, man, that like the more intimate, like, mm-hmm. like that, that's what provides so much of the value because people struggle with like, if you film it and you watch it, especially if you're not an improviser, yeah. you're like, this is fucking boring. <laughs> this is not as good. You have to be there. You have to be yeah. there. It's like the epitome yeah. of you have to be there. That's, that's improv. Oh, totally. I mean, I, I think the same could be said or argued with stand-up comedy. Uh, yeah. Like there's. I mean, there's such a big difference between watching it on like Netflix or whatever, and then yeah. going downtown to or to a club to watch it. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, right. It's it, it's such a game changer. You go to the club and you're laughing most of the yeah. time. We're going to see a comedy at the movies. Like you, you ever get that effect where other people are laughing mm-hmm. and it creates like you want to like laugh with them. Oh, the energy in the room is huge. Yeah, it's huge. And yeah, I think for stand up and improv both, it's it's crucial. Mm-hmm. So I agree. Like, it just raises to another level. But there is one. Uh, I mean, first of all, Who's Line? That's more like short-form games, which is great. But, like, yeah. obviously, they did it well and very successfully for a long time. I guess they still do, even. Yeah, they, I was going to ask, is it still good? Because they still have it on. What's the What's the gal that does it now? I can't Aisha remember. Taylor? I didn't even yes. know it was on still. Yeah. Yeah, okay. new host. Drew yeah. Carey's gone. Wow. Yeah, he's doing The Price is Right. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 Cool. yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that long freaking uh, dildo-looking microphone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They did keep that, didn't they? Uh huh. They're like, this is part of the show. It's part it's, of. The it's iconic. Yeah. It is iconic. Um, but I was gonna say, uh, so long form improv. We don't have to get into that, but like, um, the only like really good filmed improv set that I've seen is actually on Netflix. It's called Middle Edition Schwartz. I have seen that. Yeah. You've seen it's it. Excellent. Yeah. And they did a whole tour, right? 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The yeah. two of them are fantastic in their own right. They're fantastic together. Thomas Middleditch and Ben Schwartz. Um, Thomas Middleditch was on Silicon Valley. Ben Schwartz mm-hmm. and a lot of things. Parks, Parks and Rec. And Rec. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was Sonic the Hedgehog. He, I love. I love all of his videos, like on on TikTok and like he's Instagram. hilarious. So funny. He's like, the everything best, he does is is just hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. He's great. And so they do a two person set. Uh, they, they they recorded and performed three of them, um, and they have them on Netflix. So those are really cool to check out. Nice. Yeah, those those are excellent. I I've seen, I think it's the first one, um, but it's so good. I know they they came to Denver pre pandemic. Um, I hope they, I didn't go see them and end up mm-hmm. watching it afterwards. Uh, but I hope they come back. That'd be that'd be a good show. Yeah, because just like we were speaking on, like if you like that, imagine seeing that live. Mm-hmm. Like, that'd be dope. That'd be so funny. Yeah, so funny. Um, yeah, I was just at the Comedy Works downtown um, this past weekend. Nice. I saw, who did we see? Um, Namish Patel. Do you know him? Mm-mm. He got super famous off of TikTok. Oh, really? And yeah, funny enough. And so like he spent like a good half hour like thanking China. He's like, thank you, China, for my career. <laughs> I just want to. Mm. That's funny. Yeah, he's yeah super funny. Hates doctors. <laughs> he did like a whole. Like, Hates doctors. Yeah. yeah he, did, he like just went off on doctors. And I guess the healthcare system in general. So was he? He was like a real stand-up. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. He's yeah, a real he stand-up guy. Up. That guy. He's a stand-up dude. But it wasn't like, oh, this person just went viral on TikTok mm-hmm. and now they're trying stand-up. It's like, no, this guy does stand-up. Yeah, he does stand-up. Okay. Is this yeah. the guy? Yeah, that's the guy. Super funny. Um, it says he writes for SNL. Yeah, he does. Out of here. Can yeah. I see the guy? Uh huh. Let me see the guy. The guy oh, the guy looks funny. He, I think he I doesn't seen him really look like that, honestly. <laughs> I hate when they do well, that. Well, that sucks because he looks Plus funny here. Yeah, so <laughs> it's funny looking. Um, no, uh, yeah, funny, funny dude. And then the week before that, we saw Christina P, um, who's Tom Segura's wife. She was pretty funny. Oh, nice. it, you kind of have to like it more, enjoy her podcast more, and really get her comedy, which I don't. Isn't that interesting though? Like I think a lot of people um like bring their their style to the main sort of stand up form that you see, mm-hmm. but I think for the most part people like they have their own such unique styles. Yeah. And that's what's that's what's great, but it's also what can be like you go and see somebody and you're like, "Oh, I didn't like that." Mm-hmm. But somebody else might leave and be like, "I loved that." I th- I um I've always wanted to try. I've, I've I always write down comedy bits that I think would be funny to to do, mm-hmm. and I've always thought of uh, doing because I saw somebody else try to do this where they just record them doing the stand up like in a booth and then add a laugh track mm-hmm. and then uh, put it out as an album <laughs> nice. instead of actually like um, going out and performing it. it and like actually doing it. Yeah. Um, and uh it did the guy that ended up publishing it it didn't sound too bad like it did he he, did he say like i've never done it or yeah he's like i don't have uh the money to do a special or to go out and like to have audio equipment set up in the but he's done stand up i don't even think he's not sure either yeah because that would surprise me because like i think a lot of good acts like i was saying earlier they're crafted from the feedback of performing for a live audience. Absolutely. I'm sure. Uh, so I listened to like the first, I think, 15 minutes. It was like a whole like 45 minutes of it. And, wow. Uh, you said he went into a booth. Was it a phone booth? Could, could have been. 
I fucking hope so. That'd be awesome. One of those. Recording it through the phone. Oh, that'd be dope. (laughs) Really bad audio. Yeah. 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 Um, He has to keep putting in quarters to keep going longer. (laughs) Clank. He has to fight off Clark Kent. He's like, this one's taken. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hold up. Hold up, bro. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of phone booths, I saw, I was in Grand Junction over the the summer, actually Mm -hmm. with Miles. Um, And I saw a phone booth. Like it was, it felt like a relic. Where was you, I? When did that happen? Uh, we we came in uh, like a little bit before you guys did it. No, oh, wait. Oh, oh, no, no, no. You guys me. came in and then we came in yeah, afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Blah blah blah. Okay. Anyway, uh, it felt it felt like almost artistic. Like yeah, it might have been. See it. Like it it it. I don't know if it was functioning, and it seemed like uh, and it was like kind of tagged with a bunch of graffiti and everything. But it was, I took a, a photo of it, um, and I think like the bottom part was kind of like hanging off a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, but it was so it's so cool to see and be reminded like about like things of our past and like how far we've come. Mm-hmm. Like this this thing in my pocket now just can fucking do walk circles around that you know thing. what's nutty touch screens aren't that old touchscreens are like 10 years old yeah if that even longer yeah dude yeah it's yeah. like neither is the internet no yeah it's not that old or yeah. facebook i mean i i, I <laughs> right. feel like whatever conversation we're about to go down see it, it seems like one of those where it's like we're sounding like we're deep but it's like a conversation that everybody has but yeah <laughs> it's so true dude like just imagine that just expanding forward like it blows my mind especially metaverse yeah, fuck yeah. What the fuck's going on with the metaverse? Yeah. Yeah. That's scary shit. I know, I know. What is the fucking metaverse? I mean, I genuinely didn't watch anything about it. I've just no. heard about it, and I know they made the announcement and shit. But, yeah. like, in general, like, just our world going to, like, VR, mm-hmm. like that. You know it's crazy? It's going to happen. We had this conversation with your wife. Yeah, oh, yeah exactly. We, we started out with that talk, because it, yeah. it literally happened, I think, that day. <laughs> Yeah, I think it did. Yeah, Mark Zuckerberg so, came on. Yeah, his alien, very cold, pale skin form, mm-hmm. standing in front of bottles of Sweet Baby Ray. You saw that? Barbecue sauce. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think I did see that. Yeah. It was a book, uh, book bookshelf yeah. with Sweet yeah, Baby Ray. Like just just yeah. like, why is that up there? I think Dude, that had to be planted by somebody. Sweet Baby Ray. There's, there's a, a video of him, and it's probably a meme now. Yeah, uh, where he talks about loving Sweet Baby Ray. Yeah. yeah, there's a whole. Wait, a whole since movie. then. No, 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 before. Yeah. There was there's so there's what? a video of him and his buddies from Facebook in uh-huh. his backyard barbecuing. You know what's funny? When you say his buddies from Facebook, that's a totally different context <laughs> yeah. than yeah. the usual his buddies from Facebook. Does yeah, he yeah. have buddies outside of Facebook? Does he I, have buddies, period? Those aren't buddies. No, they're not. Those are like his his trained fucking servants. Cult members. Yeah. Yeah. I would imagine he probably has family friends who he's maybe made friends off of. I don't know. He's no. gotta have. He's gotta have some kind of friends, no. dude. Okay. Well, no. in general, when you're that whatever, rich, successful, notorious, um, you, you gotta question every relationship mm-hmm. and its genuine nature, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. But especially when you're that fucking awkward and robotic, mm-hmm. I, I don't think anybody would like genuinely put up with him. <laughs> Listen, I like Sweet Baby Ray's, like the next guy. Yeah. But but I don't keep it. Jesus on Christ! I think I think so. Somebody did a montage from that barbecue video. I think mm-hmm. they were doing a Facebook Live video, mm-hmm. and I think they somebody tallied up the amount of times he said "Sweet Baby Ray's," and it was like dozens of That's times. Right. <laughs> and, and this <laughs> was just own stock in the company. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what definitely. is going on here? Are we being trolled? Yeah, like uh, like Mark needs more money. Yeah, right. Yeah, Sweet he's Baby just Ray to pump money. Them up. You don't uh, don't underestimate 
the amount of money from Sweet Baby Ray's. No, that's okay. true. You know what's interesting, though, to say, like, you like it, but for it to be on your bookshelf, that almost implies you never use it. Exactly. Why would it be on your bookshelf? You, you, have to put it, it. you have to put it in the fridge after, right? If I don't you're think opening. Unless. Yeah. That's the backup Sweet Baby Ray's. Ah. Sure. Yeah. It's like, honey. Easy yeah. grab. Did you use, which, again, I doubt he has a honey. Honey. Yeah. <laughs> did you use all my Sweet Baby Ray's? Yeah, I'll I'm be sorry. his honey. But that, uh, I'll be a billionaire. Yeah. I'm just saying. His house probably has, like, 50 rooms in it, right? So he's got to have a, a bottle in each room yeah just fill up the walls with sweet this baby this is the Ray only bottles. thing that makes sense yeah my whole house is made of recycled sweet baby Ray bottles. <laughs> uh yeah he's he's got like a yeah it's like a where's waldo situation in each room like you can do a you can do a hunt yeah um and try to find like oh in this room it's <laughs> that would be the ultimate troll was <laughs> like making trip? it come off as if like it's casual for him the sweet baby Ray's, but mm-hmm. he's like very methodically thought this out. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to fuck with people. Dude, that's what yeah. I'm thinking. I don't think he's like that. I don't think he's cool enough no, to no, do something not, fun like that. Not cool but like, if it were anybody but him, I would think, oh, that was definitely just like right. a fun little plant. Maybe yeah. it was one of his like interns. It was like, this would be funny. And he's like, funny. Do you promise? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah, I promise. This would be funny, Mark. <laughs> okay, I trust you. I trust you. Where is my sweet baby race? <laughs> um, About the, the metaverse? Yeah. So I was listening to a podcast today mm. actually and uh they were talking about this why facebook's doing this why are they, why do they change their the name of the parent company why are they going into the metaverse etc and i think it what, what they what they were alluding to was that facebook is going to facebook needs to innovate or facebook's going to end up being in the past yeah they have all their users are old nobody new wants it young ones and so i think they're probably seeing that this whole nft thing's getting popular it's now mainstream um and and they're looking to the to the future they're thinking what is going to be the next big thing uh so that facebook's relevant in the future Mm -hmm. And, and that's probably what he so mark and other people within facebook think is they own quest right is oh, do they? Quest? I think it's no, Quest. No, it's uh, Oculus. Oculus? Yeah. Okay. Mm. Wait, wait, is Oculus, Oculus and... Quest? Is, is Quest the name of the model? Okay. It might be uh, Oculus. Yeah. So, no so they own they own a VR headset. Probably, yeah. arguably, probably the, the best one. Yeah. The most popular one. Um, they have they can they already connect the entire world pretty much, except for I mean, they own China, they own Instagram and WhatsApp. Yeah. And everyone under thirty, but outside of that, yeah. they connect everyone. Right. Yeah. So now just put those two things together and that's the metaverse, right? I guess. You've connected everyone and you've put them into a virtual world. Right, 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 and, right, and, right, right, right. And now I can get up in the morning, especially with the pandemic, because the pandemic kind of uh, accelerated our, our uh, digital universe. Our digital uh, attachment. Yeah, yeah, our digital beings. Mm-hmm. Because before, especially for a lot of people, um, maybe people who are a little uh, older in age who don't keep up with the latest technology or whatever it is, mm-hmm. had never used video conferencing before. Right. Um, yeah. At least to the extent that That's that funny to now. think about before COVID. Right? Like there's the first guy who like, we're going remote and he's like, fuck, yeah. <laughs> I got to figure this fucking video thing out. I got to figure out how to use a computer. <laughs> now everybody's virtual. You know? yeah. yeah. So everyone has now this virtual identity and for Facebook uh, kind of, even owning some people's identity essentially because yeah. oh, Lord. because they have the 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 not google the facebook identity where you can you basically can sign into most websites using kind of a sso yeah technology. i stopped that shit like 
back in college. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But I, a, yeah. But a lot of people are known on the internet as their Facebook ID. Mm-hmm. And so that's for a lot of people, their digital identity. And so now that almost everyone, anyone who has a job is, is using zoom or, or, uh, uh, Skype or Microsoft teams or Google or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're probably using Slack. They're using some kind of IM, uh, tool. Mm-hmm. And so, I, I mean, to me, this makes sense what they're, they're trying to do because uh i don't think that i mean you had second life which was probably the most popular um yes people don't know what that is it's just like a virtual uh world it's pretty much just like an open rpg you get to choose what who you want to be this was a game Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily i don't know if you could say it's a game you said second life i've heard of half-life yeah, right, so, so Second Life is basically just a virtual world. Think oh. about like Minecraft, but more realistic. I'm thinking about Minecraft. Yes, okay. Yes. So you can basically create your own character. There's you can build yeah. your own house and stuff. Guys, 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 guys. It's, it's like Sims. Sims. Yeah. Sims. It's been around. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's basically Sims. Right. Right. So it's it's Sims before Sims did online. Yeah. So people have actual identities here. People who identify right. as a different person who they are in real life. Right? Definitely. That was Definitely. an actual thing. I'm I'm sure. Uh, a lot of people actually knew someone who who had a, a second life identity, mm-hmm. and so what are they gone now? I think second life isn't a I, thing anymore. I think it still exists. No, it, no, it still oh. exists. It's still, yeah. pro- oh, okay. it's still yeah. probably pretty popular to a group of people. Mm-hmm. And other other platforms have tried to make it. Sony made a virtual world like that. Yeah. Um, and we've had VR for a long time now. We had VR in the past, but I think it's gotten to a point where now we're on the internet so much, we're working from home so mm-hmm. much that it makes sense that. You wake up in the morning, and companies want to want to have some kind of um, reliability on on their employees. And the sad fact is that people aren't that reliable, so companies kind of have to have that. You know, you have to be in the office because mm. our managers have to watch you, and their managers have to watch them. And there's that mm-hmm, whole mm-hmm. Uh, chain like that. Now you sign into your you, you're at home. You get your VR headset on. You you put on your virtual clothes that you bought. Um, mm. from facebook or from meta yeah uh and you're there we're talking about vr work mm. you say <laughs> is there you're talking about working yeah. from home but you put on your vr headset and you're in your virtual office mm-hmm. yeah oh fuck that right Dude, that would suck but that's just one application of it so yeah so there's that but it's it's uh the friends that you haven't been able to connect to because they live on the other side of the country or in a lot of cases nowadays yeah. around the world because yeah, we're so yeah. connected you can't just easily buy a ticket, right. especially during COVID or at a future fan- pandemic. Yeah. So now we, we, we do this. <laughs> yeah. But even that, like, okay, you wouldn't connect with your coworkers or, or whatever. You wouldn't connect with your fucking cousin in, in Maine because you create a whole new identity. I think that's, that's the appeal. Especially with, with that people is that, the appeal. Yeah. that are really fans of it. It's like, you know, you get to express whatever you don't normally get to express. And I know there's a term for this, just like with online in general. Like, yeah. that's what brings out the worst in people is the anonymity. Mm-hmm. That's a, is that anonym, anonymity? Yeah, I think you said it right. That sounds yeah. wrong. You, you executed it perfectly. Thank you. Too. If yeah. anything, I did it worse I, the second time. I, are you guys hard? Because <laughs> I am. Yeah. That yeah, word just made yep. me. Yeah, anonymity and whatever else, the connectedness. Like, it brings out the fact that like people can just be horrible. So, VR, it's that like times 10. I feel like you can be a yeah. specific type of horrible yeah. character. Yeah, totally, maybe. totally. I think it's going to make work environments that much worse because you don't you don't have to talk to people face to face anymore. It's just like yeah. I can hide behind my VR goggles. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I just 
purchased a whole new set of angry eyebrows that I'm going to put on for this meeting. Yeah. And you can just... No, but like... Oh, man. Would so, you have to buy emotions? Yeah, right. I want to be sad. I, I got to buy sadness. It's 299 Fuck. please. So yeah. I'm sure you could get the shitty emotions yeah. for uh, for free. That'll be half a Bitcoin, please. Right, yeah. right. Um, so, yeah. I, I Second Life is, is great for people who didn't want to... They wanted to live differently from where they were living in the current life. Like I used to work next to somebody in my uh, when I first started the company, uh, and he I, I always used to like kind of stand up and I'd catch him playing Second Life like all day. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. And at work. At work, yeah. I guess the guy didn't really feel that he needed to work. Well, that there's that. That's a whole other problem. But yeah. he wanted to he wanted to like have this other per- persona. Yeah. And then two years later, I find out uh, he ends up uh, transitioning genders. Interesting, right? That's really fascinating. Oh. The, 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 and so I'm wondering if he was feeling that like he wasn't living in his own skin, and Second Life gave him an yeah. opportunity to live the person who he wanted to be. Yeah, yeah. And then he was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm actually going to. I can do it in real life too. Yeah, exactly. Well, and that's the other thing. Give him the courage because I'm sure he like was living in this second second. I'm sure life he felt a, that way as another person, and yeah. it gave him courage or her at this point courage to become the person that they wanted to be sure and that's the thing is nowadays that it's a lot more accepted than it was even five years ago 10 years ago or 20 years ago Dude, even like two years ago and, yeah. yeah yeah and yeah. and 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 yeah that was a huge user base on half-life people who just were whether it's someone who feels they were different uh gender or just the way they looked like same gender yeah. you just wanted to look a different way oh, whatever absolutely. it is but pink hair but i think people are be are going to continually be more accepting of that and are a lot more accepting of yeah, that yeah. than in the past. And so now it's, I think that's okay. You can't, I mean, you can have that digital, that different digital identity that you want without having to necessarily yeah. pay all the money to change your body and hang out with your friends. Yeah. Your think, friends are going to accept that. Yeah. I think the problem is that people feel that they can't do that in real life. If you think about it, we all conform way more than we don't. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that that's a true. different hair color is so out there. I mean, right. you know, whatever. That's not too out there relative to other things. But like in general, we all conform. Like generally, we're wearing the same types of clothes because mm-hmm. there's very clearly choices that all of us know. Like if I wore this or if I changed to do this, like I would get whatever shit made fun of, ostracized. noticed, ostracized, yeah. it, which is crazy. And so that's what drives, I think, the need for this. But also, the real root of the problem, I guess, if it's a problem, is that people don't feel uh, content as they are. Yeah, right? I mean, I, I, do, do you do you think it's like a human characteristic to want to fit in with the the tribe or? For sure, for you know, sure. like to be one for of sure. one of something, you know, like yeah. like like that's early on, like when you go when you start kindergarten, like you right, you you become part of the classroom, and all of a sudden one kid's like rocking uh beats and you're like fuck i need to get myself a pair of beats without a doubt and even <laughs> yeah. even even smaller than that right just everyday cues as to yeah. how you act what you say what you don't say so i i think without a doubt i think the real question is like how much of that is actually taught versus actually biologically in there right because i think more of it's taught and and i say taught like indirectly mm. just by living in the society and what you pick up on and, yeah. and what you see as like rewarded or or punished yeah um i think way more of that is is taught and learned than we think yeah i would and it may be driven by something that's biological so 
if I want to be successful in life, I want people to accept me. Yeah. I yeah. want people to give me opportunities. And the best way to do that is to conform to what they want. Right, right, right. Yeah, like right. how many times have you put on a show for like your boss or whatever because you knew that's how you needed to act in order to like please, you know, him or her. Without a doubt. Yeah. And, and yeah. so there's definitely a bit of that. I wonder if you, you I wonder if you could find this similar type of behavior in like other species. Chimps we need Megan again. I know. Shit. Damn it. You guys booked the wrong half of this relationship. Um, I was going to say, well, though, the yeah. um, didn't like, I understand Facebook's trying to innovate and everything by doing the whole metaverse, but Apple kind of already has that in a way. Like the apps, the Apple App Store is kind of already the metaverse. All they, mm. all Apple needs to do is just like, Merge with Facebook? Just no, no. <laughs> Turn their God, Apple. Please, Apple merge yeah, with Facebook. That's all we need. We just need two big massive. And then companies. if Amazon could just get in there too. Oh, oh my God! If they could all become one, oh I think God. the world would be a better place. Fuck yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Don't you think if you if if Apple was like, yeah, we're gonna create our own little virtual app store. Mm-hmm. Like that's just the metaverse right there. Like it, it's the metaverse. I I get what. Facebook's trying to do, so but there's so many metaverses other exist already. I mean, there's there's sure, yeah, yeah. There's some that are using the blockchain technology stuff, yeah. and there's some that that don't. I mean, Second Life, uh, you could argue is is a metaverse, and there's I don't know if there's a an actual definition of metaverse. Well, that's what I was going to say, right? We're talking about metaverse. This is just yeah. what they named it. So, mm-hmm. what are we talking about, right? Because yeah. I would I would imagine, and I, and I don't know much because I don't fucking watch or listen to Mark Zuckerberg. Um, like the, I would imagine the second life is basically that. I'm sure there's other yeah. features. There's a lot. I'm mm-hmm. sure tied to like being able to purchase things and shit like that. But yeah, but what I what I envision is that, and I think I said this last time, is we, we don't have one single uh, meta. Like Facebook named themselves Meta, uh, like they're the, the the meta, right? They're the metaverse. But we have a metaverse that's made of. Uh, other metaverses Mm -hmm. it's like in in the infinite universe thing yeah kind of the same thing it's like if i want to be part of the facebook metaverse i can travel to these other universes like apple's metaverse and Mm. whoever's metaverse based on there's going to be it's like email like i i can be part of uh microsoft's email whatever they they used to call it hotmail i don't think it's called that anymore yeah you guys don't still have hotmail uh, I'm still rocking AOL. Okay, <laughs> really? good. So, yeah. Yeah. good. So, so we had all these different uh, platforms and clients, but they could all talk to each other. We could still talk to each other. It doesn't matter what, I see what, what email yeah. we were on. Oh, okay. That's um, a cool way to think about it, yeah. And so maybe it's the same thing. Facebook has their metaverse, and, right. and there's these protocols that are built that say, if you, you know, to interact between metaverses, this is what you have to do. You have to pay, and but then you thing. can go to the other universe. Sure. That's like, uh, yeah, Xbox Live being able to play with PlayStation 4. Exactly, yeah. That's another uh, probably less appealing and, right, and yeah. less accurate metaphor that I just made, yeah. Cross-platform. Sure. I mean, it's yeah. similar, and and that's a good example, though, because uh, that took a really long time to do because yeah. it, those companies hate each other, and, yeah. and the- I... It, it starts to blur the line between well, why would I get? Why do I care about getting a PlayStation? Why do I care about getting an Xbox? Right. And the, on the company's sake, right? It's like, well, why? What? How do we benefit from the crossplay yeah. platform? Yeah. What value is this bringing to our brand? But also, I wonder if it's accurate because it depends on if each of these universes or whatever have their own. It it, it might lack because the game's the same, 
right? They just they just design it to be read differently by different systems, right? right? Whereas I would imagine these VR worlds are different. Sure. Maybe they're not though. Maybe it's like, hey, there's like a, a VR world we live in, and it's just access to it. But I, I don't think that's how it would be. I, I think that you you may be able to to look at it like that, almost like um, these metaverses are com- like if you if you compare it to our civilization, if you look at communities where you have homes, right? You have mm-hmm. you have uh, counties or states or what to, to some degree, you have a, a section of people who are living there and, and thriving. Maybe you could think of it as the same thing where, again, it goes down to this. At some point, there's going to be this this protocol that's built. It, there's always a thing. It's it's uh, anything that actually takes off. Somebody eventually says, okay, we can't just let one company own it all. There mm-hmm. needs to be some common thing so that everyone can interact with each other. Other companies can build things. Other people can build things. So there's going to be something that says to to build a, a metaverse, you need to uh, to uh, build against this interface. And then people right. build against that. And then you essentially have things that can look different, um, can be different, but they all work together because they're all following right. the protocol. So who's to say, though, that you have to build off that same, you know what I mean? Who That's the thing. It's, it's, yeah. it's all based on adoption. So it's what... Yeah, the people want right yeah. so if facebook's yeah. able to create this world um probably what they would do to to get people to adopt it and and allow uh because i i think there's a lot of uh, people who don't trust facebook and they don't want where to, are they to, yeah who? right and they don't want to just use facebook or meta i should i should call them uh so just like a lot of tech companies do they always they'll build something and then they'll say okay Here's kind of the baseline of what you have to do. Push it out, make it open source. Mm-hmm. Other people follow it mm-hmm. uh, because they have really good tech teams and stuff. People who think of these really uh, genius ideas, and then other people build upon that. Um, and somehow Facebook uh, or Meta benefits off of that for whatever, however they decide that's going to be. Mm-hmm. But then if you build something that's not based on that protocol. Maybe some people use it, but it's probably going to be on a the, on the fringe, right? It's right, like, right. It would have to be so much better for people to go to that, yeah. and then that becomes what people want, and then that's become what's adopted. Because yeah. the first version of the metaverse is going to fail. I mean, it already has. Uh, oh, that's product development. It, yeah, yeah, you got to iterate, learn. It, you're going to iterate, yeah, and eventually we're going to get to a state where there's going to be enough u- people using it where we then we slowly iterate and some people are going to fork off of that and say we're going to do it this way because it provides more security to u- to users or mm-hmm. something and mm-hmm. and inevitably that will probably fail because there won't be enough people using it it won't be profitable whatever you know it's interesting i don't know a ton about um blockchains uh, or cryptos but it sounds like a similar thing right it's like which one is being adopted based on okay which of these protocols do we think is successful and over time maybe some might start failing because you're like oh we didn't realize the implication of this protocol or whatever it is right exactly yeah Yeah. that's why people are are building upon that creating other blockchains because they see the problems of the last one yeah um, and they say we can do this a little bit better and then it's up to because they're decentralized it's up to the people using it to decide if that's what's going to be used Mm-hmm. Here's the real question and the most important one. Will Sweet Baby Rays be in the metaverse? Dude, it's got to be. So what I'm thinking is like there's a center. There's a yeah. center tower and it's just a Sweet Baby Rays bottle. Oh, shit. 
Right. And sweet, and then at, at noon every day, sweet baby, it erupts like a volcano yep. and yeah, pours exactly. down the side of the building. Yeah, yeah. And and if you get to the top, which by the way, you have to fight bosses at each level to get to the top. Yep. But if you get to the top, you get to shake Mark Zuckerberg's uh, VR hand. Yes. Yep. Yeah, and he gives you a lifetime supply of sweet baby Ray. <laughs> in the VR world. In the, v- in the yeah, VR, yeah, just yeah, in, in the, the VR, VR world. world yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet baby which Ray is just as good. Their uh, their artwork or their bottle. You know, have they created an NFT yet? Sweet, if they're not capitalizing <laughs> off of this, they're dumb. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're dumb. Oh, they could create one for oh. each of the different products they've had. We should create a, a Sweet Baby Ray's uh, token. Yes, we're creating one. But it, uh, would, it would have to be like, it would have to be like a knockoff, right? Like a, a slight, like Sweet Baby, like Baby is like B-E-B-E. Yeah. Oh, you're saying like a, a crypto yeah, yeah. Uh, token? Yeah, yeah, Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Uh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The other thing is uh, it wouldn't have to be a knockoff because technically if you uh, do it in the way that you'll stay anonymous, you could still profit off of it and there's no one who can stop it. You couldn't You couldn't uh, wow. have any kind of copyright or trademark. Okay, you sound yeah, like you, you know you, a lot about crypto. Is that correct? And blockchain? Not really. Okay. Uh but some. Okay. Some. Okay. Yeah. That sounds like a modest answer. It sounds like he knows way more yeah, than me. Way more, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, also, I'm dumb. Guess. Yeah, yeah. Guess. Do you know a lot? Do you know some about crypto? And not really. Hmm. Do you, so do you, what, do, what's do your you question? Have, yeah. What's my question? Yeah. What is Bitcoin? <laughs> um, I don't know that I have a question. Yeah. Okay, I mean, I know that, okay. So you can write different protocols and rules into each one and they're decentralized, but to a degree they cannot be, right? Depending on those protocols. Like what, what was it? Uh, Ethereum versus Ethereum Classic. Um, that was kind of the split there, right? Right. Was like they came in and said like, oh, we're changing things. It's like, well, you can't change things. That's the point of decentralized, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So it, yeah, right. It depends how you build it. Um, so usually what, what, uh, blockchains will do is they'll have some kind of um, consensus. So they'll say mm-hmm. uh, the majority of uh, a lot of times what it'll be the majority of uh, uh, token or coin owners yeah. have to vote to approve. And how does change. that happen? It's just literally a vote. Like at a certain time, they send out like an email, like, "Hey, we're going to vote <laughs> on the future of Ethereum now." Yeah, or whatever. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Okay. That, that's yeah. the thing. So it's all built on like. Uh, decentralized trust exactly yeah, yeah. So, so well it's um, trust but it's also like trust you're trusting that the system yeah. set up that you can trust it yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's but it, it becomes so big that it's almost impossible to to like create right. enough untrusted computers yeah to the, bring down the system the other thing is that it's all based on people running these nodes um that actually that actually run the blockchain because yeah that's how it stays connected how many nodes are you running bro yeah i got a couple nodes yeah so we talk about mine are swollen though my doctor said <laughs> shit <laughs> yeah. Swollen nodes. Oh, that's, yeah that's lymph node oh oh, oh okay i sold all my crypto because i thought he was saying they were bad they yeah. were swollen oh shit yeah, uh, bad move yeah i think so so you have uh you have these nodes that are running okay and, and that, describe nodes to me okay. really quickly so Really fast, like yeah. speed through it. It's literally uh, a computer that yeah. runs a piece of software that verifies. Okay, it's one part of the blockchain. It's a ver- it's it's a yeah. piece of the verification in the blockchain. Yeah. That's a node. And then gotcha. you have miners. Yep. Who are mining it? So they they solve the problem. Right. And then the nodes are just verifying that it was correct. Yeah. And how can one uh, become a node? Uh, you. Uh, how do I become a node? You promo code at the lucky duck. <laughs> 
Bitcoin.com slash nodes. Yeah. Slash Plug nodes. in the promo code. It says how do I create a node.com. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, you, you, you can run it on this computer right here. Oh, you have to sign up for that separately than just like owning, like actually having the crypto in your wallet or whatever. So when you have crypto, that's literally just like you. So so a wallet is like a, a piece of the blockchain. So it's just something on the blockchain. So is that, a, that is that a node or no? No, it's not a node. So a node is literally a computer. I don't like that. I don't, I don't like, like that. I don't like that. I'm shit. getting confused already. Mm-hmm. A node is a computer. Yep. That runs some software. So you have to like similar to mining, you have to like with intent go in and be like, I'm going to be a node. So, it's not like because I own it, I'm it, you know it exactly. might be a node. Yeah. Why exactly. would my, why would Matt want to be a node though? Right. Yeah. No, that's a question. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it it's a good question. Um, there's a couple of of answers to that. For one, uh, you want to contribute to the blockchain because Fuck you want to. I'm in you, it for me. Let's because go. you want to keep it decentralized. Okay. okay. You're in no, it for that, you. that's a good answer. Yeah. So if you if you run a f- like a full node. Uh, you get rewarded. You basically get so the the blockchain lives on these nodes. So a full node will have the entire blockchain, and then mm-hmm. you can pull data from that blockchain. Mm-hmm. For instance, you could say, uh, wh- "Where's uh, who is the largest wallet on the blockchain?" Uh, you could uh, mm. read any any other kind of data: who's paying who, uh, what's ex- what smart contracts are there, what's being executed, what data is on. So the when blockchain. you're when you have when you are a node when you have a node I like are a node when you are a node. Mm-hmm. You get access to that information, whereas otherwise you don't have access to that. Yeah, right. Okay. Why? Why would somebody want to be a node though? For that reason, so you can use that data to then create services that people will use. Uh, but but probably data is king, man. Data. But probably the data. majority of node uh, uh, runners. Yeah, I don't know nodes. If there's not people, a term for it, we need to make one because we're just calling noders. them nodes right noders. now. Probably the the majority of people who are running nodes. <gasps> are, Nodeheads. Nodeheads. They're they're NFT con- that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're contributing. They're contributing to to this uh, to this network. Yeah. You're contributing to the greater cause. Because because think about this. Great if job, you, young man. If you You're own, serving your country. If you, you own your uh, ten Bitcoin. What is that mm-hmm. like? I do six hundred. How did you know? I do. Yeah. Right. That's that's a lot. Yeah. Now, I haven't checked on it in a while. Is it? It's more than a hundred dollars now. It's like a couple hundred. It's oh, like, tight. Okay, I've doubled like my money. Many tight. monies. Uh, oh, lots yeah. of Doge. So if you if you have six hundred thousand dollars in Bitcoin, mm-hmm. um, you have an incentive to keep Bitcoin uh, stable. Very true. And mm-hmm. and uh, for people to have trust in it. And so that okay, I know that, th- that this is a common like question or problem with it is the the mining and the the energy that requires. Yeah. So yeah. similar for nodes, probably uh, not as much no. computing power no, because no. you're not running. Yeah. yeah. So basically, what miners do is they uh, they get a, a hash, just like a, a bunch of yeah. numbers and letters. And then the the let me guess because yeah. this will be really dumb and funny for the listeners to be like how far off I was. So then there's computation that's done and checks that hash. To validate it? No. So that's okay, what great. the that's what Fucking the nodes idiot. do. No. Oh, that's what the nodes do. Okay, yeah. great. The yeah. nodes do that? Yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. Miners are creating. Yeah. So the the miner solves the problem. So they have to figure out uh, how, which problem how to so two plus two how to get to it? this this hash value how how it was created. Oh. Like, Wait, I thought uh, you said like that's what nodes roots? do. No. No. They try so, to find square roots. <laughs> And for those like, who are only listening, up. he yeah he gives you a death glare. <laughs> like, so, uh, <laughs> no. so they 
it, it's a it's a it's a hard problem to solve, and I'm not going to try to explain it because I don't understand it completely. Um, because it has to do with cryptography, which no specialization. But anyway, it's basically you can make it so that it's harder and harder to solve these problems. Yeah, yeah. For for, for it. because the computer, it's actually there's no like equation to it. There, right. There's no there's no equation like add this and and divide this and do that's the point of it. So that's why the, nobody can the figure it out. The computer is because... not sitting there thinking like. It has to do all these operations, and that's what takes so long. It's literally guessing. That's what yeah. I thought, right? That's why it's so computational. Exactly, it's guessing yeah. and checking all these different yeah, so it, it, values. It, it, it starts with one value, and it's like, that's not it. That's not it. And it keeps going. And so uh, there, there is a there is an amount of time that it should take a computer to guess. Uh, right, right, right. Like solve. on average, based on the number of right. digits. Basically, yeah. Um, and you can make it harder, and that's what that's what say Bitcoin will do. So to make it harder for computers to uh, complete a block, yeah, um, they will uh, make it harder. And so uh, the miners will solve that problem. Once they solve it, they'll post it to the to the blockchain and say, "Hey, I solved this." And then the nodes will will verify it. And verifying it is super easy because you have uh, the the answer and then the problem, and then you just say. Oh yeah, that, that's correct. Mm. And so, if, as long as fifty-one percent of the nodes uh, right. say right, that right, that, right, that right, person right. was true, that was correct, then which uh, validates the entire series up to that point, right? Because mm-hmm. they were all like essentially very simplifying it, like multiples of each other, so like calculated based on the previous Some, one. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yep. Man, well, this has been Bitcoin talk. It sounds Bitcoin stupid corner. As fuck though. Yeah. yeah. So it the, sounds stu- like unnecessary. So there's that energy thing, um, mm-hmm. and the, and so that was one thing that like Elon Musk brought up. Sure, because, and then stocks plummet yeah, because, because Elon said because something Elon, about it. Yeah, Elon yeah. said, "Oh yeah, uh, we bought a bunch of Bitcoin. Bitcoin's awesome. Dogecoin's awesome." And then a month later, after uh, after uh, Tesla had bought a bunch of it, and then he said that. And then they probably sold and some they of sold it. Oh, for kept, sure. And kept that some little of it. fucking pump and dumper. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The ultimate pump and dumper. Then he said, "Oh, you know, people criticized us because Bitcoin takes a lot of energy, and we're a, um, a company, a carbon that, neutral company." Exactly. Yeah. It, the reason why, so you can't really get around the problem of it because um, it has to do with with uh, the whole point. Yeah, of, it's inherent of how it. it works, right? Yeah, you have to make it hard for a computer to solve. Um, right. So, so that you basically kind of like keep the hackers out. But aren't there some, okay, there's a ton of different cryptos now. And aren't there some that, that skew towards, or at least maybe this is just marketing, like we're more green. How would that yes. happen while remaining computationally hard? Okay. So they use a different way to. And can I pause real quick? Because you're diving into this so quickly. I know a little bit. Motherfucker, you know a lot. I just right? asked a very specific question. Right? And he's like, I'm fucking yeah. ready. How humble is this motherfucker? I know. Okay. I'm sorry. Well. So how are okay? Back to the yeah. question: How are more going to say they're more green while okay. remaining computationally? So they'll hard? use a different way to um, basically keep the the blockchain uh, what they call is it trustless? So you don't have to worry about it being correct. So yeah, uh, one of them is called proof of stake. Oh right, use, right, right, right. Yeah, but, what Ethereum is going to transition to. Right. Yeah. So they they have their new chain now. They'll eventually merge to it, but. Um, there's other ways too. So they, you you have kind of like the blockchain, and then mm-hmm. you can build uh, protocols on top of the blockchain. So uh, if you know that adding to the blockchain, so basically what happens is if I pay you, it creates a transaction, just mm-hmm. like it would with a credit card, mm-hmm. and the transaction goes into a block, mm-hmm. and then once the block is solved, that transaction's posted to the to the blockchain, 
and then it will be there forever till the end of the block till the end of the technology and we'll always know that it was there mm -hmm. and anyone can see it uh so yeah so if you're buying porn via oof. crypto oof. they'll know yeah. Everybody knows. Only, only if people, you nasty, you know you nasty fuck. Only if people know what your wallet address is and the porn company's wallet addresses. Well, it can be figured out. It can be solved. <laughs> it's just saying. Which it's not that hard to tell anyway. Anytime I buy porn, I tweet about it. Yeah, That's exactly. true. Yeah. You got it set up to where when you hit that purchase button, it, it automatically auto -tweets. tweets. Yeah, yeah. auto tweet. Yeah. <laughs> So um, you're a smart man. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really remember what we were talking about, but <laughs> well, talking about how they could be greener. Green thing, so you're yeah. talking about oh, proof yeah. of stake. Yeah. And the other ones, what proof of stake and proof okay. of um, work? Work, right? So, so work, work is, is work intensive, obviously. Yeah. So proof of stake is like where people who have a lot of the currency they put their money into, um, they stake it, and they basically say like, I, I will validate uh, that the this block. Is, how do they do that next. manually? They're like, no, oh, no. I like that one. I'll, it's like betting? No, no, no. Like, I'll bet all my software. shit. <laughs> it's all automated. So, oh, okay. That makes uh, sense. So you use these. <laughs> sitting there doing, like, fucking, like, accounting work with your glasses down here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this looks like it could be good. Uh, approved. Sure, yeah. sure. I'll bet all my crypto on that. <laughs> and, and again, so these, I mean, the, even the proof of work thing, the proof of stake, there's, a, there's actually a bunch of other things, uh, other uh, ideas that people have had that, right. ha that have been implemented on blockchains. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure there will be yeah. that we couldn't think of right now. We'll, we'll continue. But as of right now, we think like, yeah. oh, there's no other way to do it, seemingly. But, but cryptography is the key there. So as cryptography advances and they find new ways to do it's based essentially magic if you ask anyone um how cool how now we, i'm in how yes. we stay safe on the internet it's magic it's cool. magic to the, to yeah. the common so person. okay so i imagine okay but before you said that i imagined like a whole server room full of computers computing shit but now i'm imagining it's a whole server room full of magicians. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right? And they have yeah. their wands. Yeah. And they're basically poking different wires. And that's right. how the internet works. They have a saying. lot of cards. Great. And, and the card. Is this your card? No. That's <laughs> proof of stake. Is this your card? That's no. That's exactly is what it is. Is this your card? Yes. It is. Stamp of approval. Stamp of approval. Is this your node? <laughs> is this your node? This mm -hmm. is your node, right? Check behind your ear. Ooh. Ooh. Two nodes. <laughs> you guys are genius. Yeah. You could, uh, you could actually create kind of like a... Um, a UI for the blockchain, right? That would yeah. be kind of like Ooh. a fun little app that you could create that yeah. could Whoa. that could make that like turn all the nodes, the validators and stuff into little magicians, and then people could watch that. That's a fun idea. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Nodes. Mm. <laughs> oh, oh, you might get, you might get in trouble for that name. So oh, that one, be. nah, because that one, that's actually we just dub over the entire yeah. seven, eight movies. Yep, and we just insert blockchain references yes. to make it make sense. <laughs> Although I would cut out uh, some stuff that I don't like. Sure, which yeah. is what? Um, mostly just like uh, all the scenes with Dumbledore after they changed the actor. From like the first Dumbledore. Really? Yeah, I like the first Dumbledore. Them. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. I forgot that they were so different. I know. But, okay. He hmm. felt he felt more they killed uh, the whole series for you. You know what? Fuck off. You changing I know he died. I mean first off. What are you gonna do? Shouldn't have died. Hold up. Don't Wait, die. What? Yeah. Who died? The first character uh, Dumbledore. I said Gandalf. Oh, the actor. The, the actor. Okay. Yeah. Gandalf. I thought you yeah. were saying. <laughs> I thought you were saying Dumbledore died in the movies, and I was like, "Whoa, that I mean, would be shocking to me." I saw a different pair of movies. Wait, what? 
He died. What? Get I'm the sorry. fuck out of here. I'm sorry. I haven't watched past four. Oh, fuck, dude. I don't think I have either. Uh, he actually I, hasn't. I, I definitely have. Megan, my wife, um, my wife maybe. is um, a huge Harry Potter fan. Really? And you know what's fun? Every is time an I annoying say, type of Harry Potter fan? I mean, she's annoying in general, yeah. <sighs> I know people like that. I didn't pick up on that one. We were too heavily invested in the microbiome, dude. Yeah, yeah. No, I just say that because I know she's going to listen to this, and then as soon as she listens to this portion of the apology, I'm sorry, babe, she's going to slap me on the arm. Megan, like, thank you for fuck? listening. We really appreciate yeah. you. Yeah, shout yeah. out. Love we're you. that much cl- more closer to getting advertised. Please go on our OnlyFans Who are you guys looking for for advertisers? Uh, uh, flesh uh, flesh lights. lights. Yep. Um, Got it. The, the uh, not the... Not pocket pussy, Roman? but the... Uh, no, Roman. No. Roman. Roman. It's like the men's sanitary oh. company. You ever see it on on Facebook? Or the type of lube that desensitizes for... Decentralized anal? lube. <laughs> Holy shit. Why isn't anybody thought lube. Oh! Oh, shit. Wow. Actually, I was going to ask, if you could create your own uh, coin, what Ooh. would you call it? Oh, my God. This is an honor. Wait, are there limits? Nope. There's no like char- no, I mean like character limits no, or no, anything no, no, like no, it can't no, be too assume, long, no. no spaces, any of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, All right. no. <laughs> sorry, I'm like, let me again. Hang on, um, starts writing so. down things. Like whips out a whole like journal. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I haven't thought about this. Uh, here we go. Okay, page four. Right. Okay. Um, okay. So, so I'm I'm making my own crypto, and what would it be called? Yeah. Right. Um, Bongalish is sixty nine four twenty XXO. Classic. Yeah. That's so classic. Which it, just yeah. because that was my AOL, AOL screen name. Oh, perfect. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a go-to. That's yeah. a go-to. And it's still my professional email that I use. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I haven't gotten a job in a while. Oh, Do you guys shit. have any tips? I don't know. I don't I saw, know what it could be. I bet your resume. Oh, you gotta format. Uh, you gotta format your resume. Format my resume. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. right now it just it just from like you know those confidential stamps. Mm-hmm. Yes. Big red conf- yes. It's just like that across the corner, but instead of confidential, it just says my email. Oh, perfect. That's all perfect, my resume perfect. is right yeah. now. Yeah, I would say don't change your email, but have you considered bolding the email? Just so it kind of stands out more. Maybe they, they they're may, not reading it. Yeah, they're not reading it. Do you have any email. prior job experience? That that either. I do oh, not. So have. It's, it's basically just like the header and then it's pretty much empty. Email. Yeah. And with the email across. Yeah. yeah, just the email across. I didn't even have a header. That's a good idea. Headers. Should I put my name on it, you think? No. No, 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 no. Okay. Because like the metaverse who uses real names anymore. It's more That's like true. The, the tag. Which is a good yeah. thing that you're asking me about what I would create here because smart. I'm turning it back around to y'all. Not that question though. Metaverse names. Ooh, ooh, ooh! Goddamn. Uh, um, I'm gonna say uh, Nighthawk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like it has to kind of uh, end with uh, land. Oh, okay. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, Wait, why? Okay. End with land? Yeah. Big Dick Boy thing. Land. Oh, okay. Big Dick Boy Land. Okay. Like, okay, yeah. Like you know, if you're going to that land, yeah, it's full of big dick, big dick boys. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Okay. And you? <laughs> uh, uh, it's a uh, big mouth reference, by the way. Oh, gotcha. That, yeah. You know what's funny? I'm a comedy guy. Love Ooh. comedy. Love Nick Kroll. Never seen Big Mouth. Oh. But no, it's crazy. That's a fantastic show. I know. And I've they heard actually, it from so many people. Uh, uh, I think the fifth season just dropped. Can we talk about television shows? I haven't seen yeah. the last few seasons. Have you guys seen Dave? Yeah. Yes. It's so good. Dude, that's amazing. Yes. Yeah. It's just one of my favorites right now. Really? So yeah. you're going through it currently, or is no, this a I classic? It. So re- you're redoing. I I I rewatched the pilot recently. I might I might rewatch it. Did mm. you know Dave before that? 
Yeah, yeah me yeah. and Dave are close. Yeah, yeah. Little Dicky. I mean, Little Dicky. It's good. You ever seen it? His little Dicky. <laughs> His yeah. little Dicky. We're not that close. <laughs> wow. Okay. No, that's a good show. What are you guys watching right now? Uh, so let's see. I just finished uh, or I'm Harry about Potter. To finish Harry Potter. Um, Dumbledore dies. Yeah, news to me. I don't yeah. know. Okay. Um, actually, uh, Castlevania is pretty good on Netflix. It's a it's animated. an animated series. Cool, I yeah. love animation. Um, I got into that because Russell Ramtahal got me into that. Um, but uh, more recently, I've been watching a terrible reality show. Nice. Called Below Deck. It's on Bravo. Okay. Hold. Hold, please. Wait, can we just pause really quick? Yep. Hey, Megan, tune out for this portion. (laughs) And the reason I say this is because we already have so many shitty reality TV shows that we watch. We don't need more in our lives. You need this one. It's the best. Actually, it is. It um, most reality shows are kind of just trash in general. I mean, there's a few yeah. that kind of stand out. There's like Ninety Day Fiance. That's kind of like interesting because it brings a different perspective of like uh, trash people trying to get in uh, to our country using sure. love to manipulate people yeah. and get yeah. green cards. Doctor Pimple Popper. Yeah, there's that one. If you love seeing gross shit, um, but this one is about. It's called Below Deck. It's about a uh, yacht, a super mega yacht, mm-hmm. and it's all about the crew uh, on right. the yacht. So like the what chef. happens below the deck? Sounds hey. invigorating. Dun dun dun. So you have like the crew hands, the deck hands, mm-hmm. the chef, the kitchen, and like all the drama that goes into like each season of yachting. And so they have all these like super rich people come and they have to like have five star service and cater them mm-hmm. and it, pretty much provide anything they want. Yeah. And uh, all the stress and drama and the love relationships between the crew members, of course. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Look, you if you're on that. a boat for that long and you're single, you're going to fuck. You're going to be fucking. Yeah. Yeah. And they all have to share like little bunk beds and stuff. So there's like mm. that sexual tension. Even more incentive. I to know. Fuck. I know. It's just like, you're Do- like, do you think somebody bought a yacht just for the show? They were like, <laughs> I'm going to buy the yacht and pay for it using this TV show. I don't know. The The captain's like this crusty old dude. And yeah, uh, he's not kind of, I say crusty. Because he's a crab. I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to imagine like. His like name wa- Captain Lee. When somebody describes someone as crusty, like I'm wondering what comes mm. to mind for me. Definitely old, dry. Yeah, yes. dry. Like you could just pick the crust yeah. off of them, you know? Yeah, you just touch them and then crust flakes kind of like. Yeah, poof, and maybe a little off. powder pops off. Uh-huh. You're like, oh, God, are you alive? You are mm-hmm. crusty, yeah. sir. Crusty, bro. Um, yeah, cool. it's a it's a free on Peacock or Hulu or whatever okay. wherever you get your fucking TV Peacock. Shows. Oh my god, Peacock. is that uh, what NBC's Comcast. or something? Yeah, it's NBC's. Yeah, yeah. wow, don't have that. No, mm-hmm. well, it's free. Do you have Comcast? No. Okay. Um, I have. Um, oh fuck, Hotmail. Remember we talked about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Uh, is that? What is Hotmail? Is that AOL or Microsoft? What? Who the fuck is Hotmail? I think it's Microsoft. Microsoft? Is it? Wasn't it Microsoft? I don't know. Uh, look this shit up. Look it up. Look it up. Look it up. Look it up. It is uh, MSN. Yeah. MSNBC. MSNBC owns them. Yeah. That makes sense. It's now just called Outlook. I think it's just called Outlook. Like, well, so Outlook, I believe, was the was the uh program that you the client yeah the mail client the that mail you client. could you could use but i think that their mail like their mail uh brand is called outlook can i just ask something yeah where are the female clients hmm. we talk about all these male clients you know honestly like what bosses. about the trans clients look i mean it's a sensitive subject we should these probably fucking... cut this out. the non-binary clients 
these straight white men. We've been ruling for too long. Too many, too many, uh, too many moons have we had the top. Should give it all up. You should give away. I'm trying to give it up just by being a dumbass and not being productive and and having a resume that doesn't even have my name on it. But Mm -hmm. me too. Come guzzler at sixty nine forty four twenty. Yeah, that's not bad either. Yeah. Yeah. There was a a crypto token called. um, It was called. uh, Cummies. Come. Star or come master or come swap? And it was C U M. It was it was, yeah. Mm. Mm. Love that. Come all ye faithful. That'd be a good one. Love that, yeah. Ooh. All the religious people mm-hmm. would mm-hmm. fucking bounce on that. All the religious horny people. Fuck yeah. Let's get in on that. So what what TV shows are you into these days? Man, uh Great British Baking Show always. Oh my god. You know, I haven't seen. I don't. No? I don't. You? I don't know if I trust you on that one. Is that is that for uh, you, you for real? Watched that? it. I'm being serious. Uh, maybe like the Halloween episode or. Something oh, like I forgot. Or... They do specials. Yeah, Megan and I love it. It's special? it's is this easy. like a Gordon Ramsay show. Or no, 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 oh my it's god. like way worse. Oh my god, yeah, it's way, like way worse. Way way, way milder. Devil. Okay, here's the thing. It's British. Already better. Okay. It's mild. It's it's a competitive baking show, but. They're so nice to each other. They're so kind. Instead of like backstabbing and yelling at each other, That's what if I love. somebody's done early and the other person's like struggling, they go over and help and they're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. It's Boy. a competition. Let me help you. Yeah. yeah. Because the competition. Yeah. Because if you're putting your best foot forward, you're putting your best foot forward regardless of the competition. So if somebody's cake's falling off, I'll go help them. I don't know, wow. man. I think like America- meritocracy, does that come from like America? Is that like a... Is that one of those words that like branched off of? I think it's based on like merit, right? Isn't it? A meritocracy? Meritocracy? Oh, a meritocracy? A meritocracy? You're just saying A in oh! space meritocracy. Yeah. Um, that that sounds boring as fuck. I'm not going to lie. Check it out. So it is it is um, calming. It is calm. Okay. It's chill. Is it like it's background not TV? Kind of. Yeah, we eat. Eat dinner yes. and watch it. But they okay. make the it's delightful is the word for it. All right, it's yeah, delightful. Right. I gotta say, I'm not I'm not gonna think less of you. Yeah, because sure, you watch sure. It. There are certain shows where I'm like, oh, thank you for your time. Sure, sure. How did you know that? <coughs> what America? What a meritocracy? Meritocracy? Yeah. Um, because I'm fucking smart, dude. Yeah. yeah. And I noticed that from the beginning. You're like, oh, what a smart guy. He's fucking smart. I'm just going to fucking. It's just, it's what? It's the, it's the, uh, it's like the survival of the best, right? Uh, (laughs) I believe Darwin said survival of the bestest. He said it's the survival the of best, the bestest. The, be- the bestesses. Yeah. But be- no, it's uh, it's it's proving your worth through your your uh, like value, right? Or um, how good you are. It's really something. not based off merit. I so thought you were right. So the example that Google gives is Britain is a meritocracy, and everyone with skill and imagination may aspire to reach the highest level. Hmm. Wait, what? So, so you're saying he was right based off that? So the definition? person who wins the uh, contest wins it because they are the, so, of, the, of the best. So technically the noun meritocracy is a government or holding of power by people selected on the basis of their ability. So yeah, it's, it's essentially yeah, so it's like based on merit. People gotcha, who, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, who have the higher ability, you're going to yeah, well, have the power. I was actually, that's fun. I was going to go through this entire podcast without saying the word merit. Mm-hmm. You made a an intentional vow to yourself before we started. There's a I Miles and I have this huddle. It's usually we're in the bathroom naked together, mm-hmm. and we go, "What words are we not going to say mm-hmm. during this podcast?" And so that you said merit. 
I what said did, Miles, what did yeah. you say? What was your word? Uh, chupacabra. Got you to say it. Got you, bitch. Fuck. Let's go. Honestly, Damn. let's go. This is the first and last time you're on. Yeah. <laughs> you can't get that. Those are our safe words, and we only say it when we need to end the podcast. So. Oh no. Mer- no. <laughs> <laughs> I done did it. <laughs> we'll be canceling. What is this. what is your safe word, Matt? Um, safety. Hmm. That's a yeah. good safe word. Yeah, pretty good safe. Well, because a lot of times it gets mm-hmm. it gets misinterpreted. It's, mm-hmm. It gets coded. Like if you're out on the street and you hear somebody yelling "tomato," you're just gonna be like "tomato," right? You're just gonna be like, "Whatever, cool." That's true. And Whereas so if somebody yells say. "safety," you're gonna be like, "Safety? Whoa, is somebody not safe? Mm-hmm. I need to be thinking. I need it to probably be on my toes. means someone farted." First off, ooh, you know good point. About? I think you need to rethink that. Yeah. One, people say that. That's a thing. When people fart, they say "safety." That's a thing. Have you yeah. heard of that or doorknob? Yeah, that's another one. Doorknob, because yeah, you got to go thing. touch a doorknob, right? Yeah. I think so. What you have to go touch a safety? <laughs> you have to go find an NFL safety and go touch them. Mm-hmm. It's no, a no, harder version. Not of a game. It's or, a harder version. That's a of very much harder. Or, or a yeah. gun. Yeah. Ooh, good point. It's safety on a gun. It's not very safe. No. No. I don't think you should yell that anymore. Miles, what is your safe word? Oh. You're just shitting on Matt's safe. I thought word. it was chupacabra. No, uh, that's so the podcast. That's, safe yeah. word. Oh, podcast yeah. safe word. Okay, but we're talking about life safe. Personally, word. Uh, I don't know. Probably economic goods. That's a phrase, <laughs> not a word. I like it. I <laughs> like it. Economic goods. Yeah. <laughs> your sex life is real thrilling. <laughs> Can I guess yours, Chase? Hmm? Can I guess yours? Yes. Meritocracy. No. Mm. No, that's the podcast. It's actually, ouch. Oh, that was the podcast one. You're right. That's yeah. not ouch. ouch. Yeah, ouch. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I lived in this house for like a month and I can ouch. Vouch, I can vouch that it's ouch. Not, it's not, not ouch. talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ouch, ouch. We, we bunked, bunked together. So he knows all my stuff. Did you guys ever bunk, bunk beds? Did you yeah. really bunk oh, yeah. as kids? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're nice. one of six. Yeah. Two of six. And you are you guys clo- like next to each other in age in that order? Or yeah, no? two years. Yeah, two years, yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. I had yep. bunk beds once. Did you? Yeah. Mm, you say that like it's a bad thing. <laughs> no, I liked it. Um, I can't remember if I had it wait, before. Wait, wait, yeah, hold on. Yeah, you, yeah. Have, you have two siblings. Uh-huh. So did you have a triple? Uh-uh, Ooh, no. Okay. So okay. so I had a, a stepbrother move in. Okay. And I don't remember. I think I had the bunk bed before that. I don't know why. But it was definitely oh. once he moved in that I got a bunk bed and we bunked together for, for a hot minute. And yeah. then my sisters, no, they slept in the same bed. Oh, in the same bed. We were Not poor. even a bunk. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Any any like uh un- some sounds during the night that you didn't really appreciate? Like did your stepbrother jerk off in the middle of the night? No, not that I noticed. Thank God. Lucky. This one could not keep his hands off himself. Yeah, it's just wow. once I turned... Uh, once he found... Seven. 12? Seven, I think, yeah. yeah it's <laughs> seven. seven. It's seven. It's seven. Yeah. I don't know what age seven it was, but yeah. Yeah, you're a late bloomer. You're 12. Yeah. Wow, dude. What can I say? Uh, it happens to the best of us. Actually, one time I woke Chase up uh, because we would go there were periods of time where we went to the same school you know a middle school or oh school. gotcha at first i was like what the fuck there were and, periods of time where we lived in the same town and went yeah. to the same school uh and uh you know we had alarm clocks and one time i got up and i think we would, for i think it might have been high school and i we usually get about like six o'clock or six thirty i can't remember something like that something but early it's kind of yeah, early, yeah. yeah it's way too early and, uh, way too early i think i got up uh, one time, and I went and showered, and I, and then I came back, and I was like, Chase, what the fuck are you doing? 
it's time to get up right and i think you even went and showered and i was getting ready and then you came back <laughs> and you said hey do you know what time it is and it was like four o'clock <laughs> yeah that the couple times actually you ever do that i once stood outside at the bus stop at like 2 30 in the morning <laughs> what yeah on accident yeah, yeah because you, you wake up it, and yeah. you think you thought your alarm went off and you didn't check the time you get ready you just went. there's yeah. no difference when you're in high school first off how fucked is it that like it comes out that teenagers it's like so important to get sleep Dude. That we're like scheduling high school start times at like seven thirty in the morning. Yeah, it's unreal. And you got to get up by the at the bus stop by five. Like fuck off. Well, there's no difference between the sunlight in the atmosphere at five o'clock in the morning in in Florida than like two thirty in the morning. Sure. So you just like accidentally right, set right, your right. alarm clock. Right. And back then I didn't have my fucking yeah, phone, you don't have, like you didn't phone. Have cell phones. It, it was just like yeah, you set your little fucking uh, analog clock and you. Beep, 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 beep. Mm-hmm. And then if you set it wrong, then you're fucked. And uh, you look at it once. It's not like I'm going to look at it twice. You know, you wake up, you're like, it goes you don't off. even look at it once. Yeah, fuck off. Oh, right. and the, the last thing I want to do is look at how, how early it is. I hated that thing. Right. Yeah. That noise it made. Yeah. No, you're right, right? It's so dark that, like, whatever. If you wake up in the middle mm-hmm. of the night, you don't fucking know if that's mm-hmm. that or 5 a.m. Yeah. The I I am thankful that our parents never like played the trick on us that like on Saturday was like oh time to get for school yeah like fuck mm, off yeah. yeah instead they would just still wake us up and then we'd have to get, like yeah. do yard work and stuff yeah you know. ooh yeah it's rough strict parents yeah yeah well you I know, guess child labor do you have a lot of chores yeah 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 we had like two and a half acres of land oh shit and uh in like the in the swamp of Florida. Essentially. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, so it hugs right up against the Everglades, essentially. Oh, and, um so a lot of it was cleared, uh, and they got it for a really good deal. Like, I don't know how, like $15,000, it's like this five acres of land. And right, because half of it. it's water. Yeah, essentially. It's <laughs> all, like, fucking swampy. And uh, they split it right down the middle. So my dad took one half of the five acres, and his brother took another half. And then they sectioned off just a, a little portion of it for their their dad our grandpa uh so we quite literally grew up for the 18 years of my of my life uh living in uh wow. everybody loves raymond scenario <laughs> wow um, that's kind of cool i mean it's like a it's yeah, it you a, got a community it was, it was cool yeah. except everybody kind of never talked to each other yeah. it was weird oh interesting yeah and uh there's a lot of lawn to mow two and a mm-hmm. half acres yeah is there a point where you don't mow it? Like it's like that's marshy. Mm-mm. No. Uh, oh. So it, so it wasn't like in the swamp. Oh okay. Uh, so it wasn't marshy, but there were there was a portion of it. That... I'm just imagining somebody mowing their yard and like part of it gets marshy and they just keep going in the water. Yeah, they're like, the water like knee deep and they're like, hey Jim. Yeah. yeah. You know, alligators everywhere. The yeah. Snakes just pass you. A lot of snakes though. So mm, a small portion of the property was woods. Yeah, wooded area, and we made trails and stuff back there, but we wouldn't mow that. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the property is, yeah, we would mow that. So mm. that was fun, tight, especially because it grows the most during the summer. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. it's the hottest part it's of the like year. Ninety-five degrees out, one hundred and twenty percent humidity. Nice. Like, yeah, go. There's nothing wrong. Just go out. No water. Just go out and mow the lawn for four hours straight. How do you guys? You guys love the no humidity here, then? Yeah, it's Denver. amazing. Yeah, yeah. As soon as I moved out here, I was like, "Oh, there's no turning back from this, dude." Yeah. Right? 
You get through the five nose nosebleeds and then you're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You just did you just say nose or nodes bleeds? Ooh. Sorry, I'm hearing nodes everywhere. Yeah, that's, that's so so smart. That's yeah. a token name. That's a token name. Um, nodes bleeds. Yeah, definitely. In, in in when we go back to visit family and whatnot, you you definitely feel it coming off. The, off the Dude, plane. it's a shock. We'll do the yeah. same thing. So Megan's family's in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. We get off the airplane in Atlanta, and I'm like, <laughs> I feel the air. It's yeah. bizarre. Yeah, you can you can just you're sucking in vapor. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're taking a hit like a vape pen at that yeah. point. Yeah. Like everything's, uh, and then you slowly get used to it. But um, yeah, just I mean, how great are the seasons too? Dude, it's dope. This is our first real fall we experienced. Right? And you got in on a fucking amazing fall. This fall was perfect. I can tell you, out of the seven years I've lived here, yeah, this one was the best. Dude, I couldn't imagine it getting this one better. Was the best, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can't believe it hasn't like snowed yet. I mean, just the past couple of days have been like the coldest it's been, really. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple cold days in there. What's crazy is last week it was, or maybe it was uh, up until I think Wednesday or something like that, it was like 50 high, mm-hmm, uh, yeah. 30 low, whatever. Right, and right. Then, Sunday it was like seventy five degrees. Sunday was crazy, dude. It was like eighty. I was in my car. It was yeah. eighty degrees out. <laughs> so yeah. crazy. Like, what the fuck? And this has been weather talk. I'm sure all of our listeners yes, are like, you. "This is what I need to yeah. hear." Oh yes. Yeah. So like, first, what has the weather been like in Denver on the days this was recorded? Not even when I'm listening to it. You're welcome. Welcome back <laughs> so to true. Denver Weather Talk with yeah. Matt, Chase, and Miles. <laughs> yeah. Um. NPR. Yeah. No. It's been, it like uh and I. So how how do you like it out here? Is this like for you like I'm good. I'm going to you know, I'm a, I'm a fucking pilgrim. I've I've uh, now hit Plymouth Rock and I'm ready to set up, you know, home base or are you are you still kind of like, I don't know, I could do better. I have said to myself verbally out loud, I am a pilgrim. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head oh, there. Yeah. Yeah. Did you play the Oregon Trail? Yeah, absolutely, cool. dude. Oregon, we all did, right? Yeah. Oregon Trail. Dysentery. Dysentery. Yeah. RIP Dysentery. I miss that. They're making a fucking movie. I thought you were going to say it's making a comeback. <laughs> it could be making a uh, comeback. They, they, An they, Oregon Trail movie? Yeah. They made uh, a the Oregon Trail on the Apple Arcade. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. I don't know what Played that is. Hey, but... In the movie, everybody dies of dysentery. I can just split it for everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, we love it out here, and it is. It's that like, oh, we'll be here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that you could find. There's pros and cons everywhere, right? Totally. You go other places, and you get that sort of like honeymoon effect of like, oh, this is cool for being a new place. Or you get like, oh, I just want to go back to Denver. Mm. Um, more likely. But uh, no, we love it. It's great. We want to yeah. be here. Yeah, and you guys, you're doing the snowboarding thing, so you're taking advantage of that. That's the one thing I don't get with people who are able-bodied, <laughs> people who can get on a snowboard. If you're physically capable of it, why aren't you? Yeah, exactly. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, you live so close to it. Um, people pay lots of money to uh, fly out and do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you live like two hours away. Why aren't you taking advantage? You, of that? I, I would imagine you also yeah. go then because he would. That would have been like an indirect slap in the face to you, and he would have. Yeah, known he was not just to talking that. to me the whole time. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever would do that? Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening, or if you're sitting next to me, fuck you. Interesting. So you guys, uh, yeah. where do you usually go? Do you have Epic Icon? What do you got? This oh, yeah, we year. got the Epic. Yeah. This year, Epic. Yeah, Epic. We got Epic. Yeah. So, Keystone, mm-hmm. that's our jam. Have you been to Keystone yet? So, last year, I'd never skied or snowboarded Yeah. until last year. We started to learn. So, we just got Loveland last year because yep. it's close right. and we just want to learn. Um, so, that was really cool. And then we went to Breck a couple times. So, I've only been to Breckenridge and, and Loveland. That's the only <laughs> place I've done in my life. 
yeah so we've the first the first place we actually we went together was breckenridge mm-hmm. uh that's that's a really good place it's um, great yeah it's awesome a ton of runs yep i like keystone because it has really long runs it has uh, a lot of trails to offer i think it might actually be slightly larger than breck is oh wow um and i feel like the village aspect is like kind of important too um you and, know it takes a village what's that it takes a village it's true People yeah. say that. That's, yeah, people just say that. That is so true. So that's good. That's the thing they say. You're saying the village aspect's important as in like the village that is there is cool? Yes. Okay. Yes. And as Keystone? In, uh, Keystone feels like, uh, it feels like what you would expect when you go, like in the movies, like when the the whole like- uh, Dumb and Dumber. 80s, 80s vibe of, uh, of skiing, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, we run this town, like um, <laughs> what's that Disney Channel movie? Fuck. I don't know. Uh, Trying to remember, uh, everyone is yelling at me right now what it is, but um, the one person that's listening. Um, yeah, I'm thinking of when you say like 80s ski movies, and I, yeah. none come to mind for whatever reason. A lot of cocaine comes to mind. Though. Yes, tons of cocaine. Okay. Uh, if you can think of uh, more recently, t- Hot Tub Time Machine. Right, right, yeah, right. So right. that environment because they retroed back to it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that is very much I think of Keystone in that kind of way. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so like at the base, there's a bunch of like condos and, and cocaine. resort type cocaine, yep. some hot binges. Mm-hmm. No, um, a bunch of bars, restaurants, and it just you walk down and it feels very much like a community in that cool. kind of way. It's something that Loveland really kind of oh, misses. Dude. Yeah, there's like a bar and a restaurant at the base. I didn't even know they had. Oh, that's right, they yeah. did have those. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and the on the um the side that's closest to the tunnel. Yeah, um, same oh, with A Basin as well. Yeah, A Basin because they're all right there. Yeah, oh, okay. exactly. Um, well, yeah, but it, it was so. Yeah, we were not staying there. It was no. like drive whatever an it's hour. Good. It's a good place to then come home. Uh, to I can't even say it's a good place to learn because it's not. It's even, not. There's not long runs. Nope. There's not like lots of catwalks, so yeah. you kind of plateau out, and you're Dude, having to like kind of shuffle yourself along to learn there. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, but but can I say after learning there? Then going to Breck, we were like, oh, this is snowboarding. Yes, exactly. You know? That's so, so true. Um, yeah, and I think, you know, Keystone has a three-mile run. Oh. Yeah. That sounds long. It's long, but it's long so fun. It's, it's really so fun. Yeah. You could go down. It sounds great. You could go down that two times and then be done for the day. That's Ooh. true, yeah. Yeah. I but, like uh, that. So, okay, yeah, we're so we're all going to go to Keystone. Yeah, we're, on, yeah. we're all going to go to Keystone. So you got, you got the all-access Epic Pass, right? I think so. Yeah, you, is there yeah. a difference? I got yeah. Epic. Yeah, yeah. What's all access? So the, is that Epic a has like different tiers. They have oh, like shit. The, so the one we got is just Keystone. So it's like Keystone. It was like three hundred bucks or something like that. Oh, yeah. so you don't have Epic. You have Keystone. Yeah, you motherfuckers. But it's, but it's like Epic Keystone. Oh my god, Epic Keystone. No, but you say it trying to be like, yeah, we've got yeah. Epic Pass. I yes, mean, we have. We're all trying to be we cool. Have we have trying to be cool. Whatever. But Vale. We do get yeah. wreck for the worst two months to ski. Yes. No. The uh, which which yeah. of those? It's which just two months? Uh, uh, beginning June and July. No. <laughs> <laughs> those are definitely the worst. September. Yeah. Any other August <laughs> in September. No, it's I, the I, shit. I think uh, like April we can start going there. Yeah. April. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can start in April. <laughs> yeah, but dude, yeah, Keystone but... is so like massive that there's so much to just do yeah. and explore. I, I'll cool. we'll be yeah. I'm yeah, excited. We'll We'll be there every weekend. Yeah. Start Legitimately? Practically. No. no. Yeah. Um, do you guys ever stay up there? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, at least once a year, we tried to do like a place. Like a weekend. Yeah. Like a little weekend. It's got to have a hot tub, right? 
It's got to have a hot tub. It's got to have a hot tub. Yep. It's got to have bunkies. Do you do ski it's, and ski out? Uh, mm. So this next one we're going to do is a ski and ski out. Yeah. Is it? Dude, yeah. that sounds right incredible because yeah. we haven't done that yet. Like, we want to stay at a place with a hot tub. Yeah. Ski and ski you got to book it right now. Yeah, you oh, do. Dude, you probably have a to. year ago, you mean. Well, yeah. no, we, we we just secured a pretty good one for, for what, March? Uh, end of February. Yeah, basically. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so all you guys who wants to come out, who wants to come out? Everyone listening, uh, email in uh, yeah. bongalitions69420xxo, mm-hmm. uh, I think that's what it was, at yeah. hotmail.com. Uh, send in uh, that you want to come, how many are coming, and uh, yeah, if you'll you're come, gonna come join us. And if you'd yeah. like to be on the podcast, you come www.luckyduckpodcast.com. That's what I meant. You guys have a website? We do. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's called Luck. Actually, so the parent company of parent company. Pod- yeah, we have. A what else are we company. doing here? What? Are, what kind we of got a couple podcasts. We have some works, pretty bro. big investors. Okay. Uh, have Warren you heard Buffett? of Walmart? Have you heard of Zappos.com? Because at Zappos.com, you, you can, can buy anything you need yeah. from Zappos. Not anything from anywhere, but anywhere thing that has Zappos has, yes. you can buy it. It's on on, Zappos. If it's on Zappos, it's you can shoes. buy it on Zappos. You can buy shoes. Um. Okay. Cool. That's cool. There is. There's a yeah, parent company. So the parent There's company. Uh. So yeah, we're trying. We're trying to do a couple. Is that of a strict things. parent? Also, do they make the other? Um. Eleven o'clock curfew. Okay. Uh, no sugar on on the weekdays. Nice. Um, yeah. That just makes sense. Parent company was renamed Meta recently. Yeah. Nice. Actually, we've gone through a rebranding stage. Good. It's good, called good. Neta. Cool. Uh, because apparently, like some somebody took Meta. I don't know. Actually, Facebook did find out that somebody else had the name Meta. Yeah, and I've seen like just posts of the person, like the company, going like, "What the fuck?" (laughs) Like honestly, like how did this happen? Whoa, that's funny. Hopefully, they were uh, uh, a public company, and a bunch of people invested in. in Whoever owned Meta.com just banked hard. Yeah, dude, hard. What do you yeah. think the uh, website owning game is like? Where you just try to snatch up all of them and hope that that's a thing. It's a thing. I know yeah. it's a thing, right? Yeah, and actually, but I imagine that world. There's something called premium domains now too, and that wasn't a thing a couple years ago. Where now uh, everybody collectively, I guess, because I don't know if there's like go- there's I- ICC, I think, yeah. right? But they've collectively agreed that. Um, there's a, such thing as a premium domain, which is basically like just easy common worded words, common word like domain. Like so, like iceblood.com. Sure, is a premium domain. Now you pulled that one out so quickly. Yeah. What is? Do you own iceblood.com? And what is I it? I may get all your iceblood <laughs> tokens at iceblood.com. <laughs> oh, it's a token. No. Um, okay, I'm less no, worried I don't, I don't, because iceblood sounds horrible. I don't. I don't know anything about iceblood.com actually sure. put an iceblood.com see if iceblood.com exists yeah. please please and if it's not owned by a mafioso uh true mafioso is that a term mm-hmm. by a mafia guy then because i would imagine that would be iceblood right it's like you yeah you lay them on ice they're dead there's they're bloody but if you did iceblood okay com. so how much is it so it's a pre- it is a premium domain. Get the and how fuck much is it worth? Out of here. Uh it's gonna be two thousand ninety five dollars plus nineteen dollars a year. A that year. is premium. A year. Plus how much a year? Plus nineteen. But oh, that's fine. But, but the two thousand, that's a lot. <laughs> but that is. Because I, I got a, I got my domain because for like fucking, somebody owns yeah. it. Somebody owns it. Right. And they can set their own fucking price. Yeah. But, so ice dash blood.com is uh, eight one cent. Sure. Well, yeah. Sure. Yeah. You have to do like five years. So, but who <laughs> yeah. says it's premium? Dude. If somebody owns it, 
Yeah, collectively. They're, they're setting their own price then. That's different than being like, this is premium. That's what I'm saying. It's such a fucking scam. Hmm. Yeah, it's basically. So if you were to look up iceblood.com five years ago, you would be able to get it for the standard yeah. domain price. But now they've collectively said, no, we're going to uh, jack up the price for easy easy combination of words. Uh, yeah. Yeah, isn't that fucked? Have you guys thought about getting Iceblood as a sponsor? I'm for thinking the, for the Ice Blood. <laughs> Maybe they should go to their I'm website. so glad it's a premium domain too. Yeah, go to the website. Now my, my, it's not owned by anybody. It just says uh, yeah. iceblood.com. You can buy it now for $2,095. That's what the website is. Yeah. The website exists to what sell is, itself. What is your website called? Where? What is your domain name? Um, I got a couple domains. Yeah. Well, I've had my name for a while, mm-hmm. um, and I've used that at different times. I don't think I have it online right now. How much are you selling it for? Yeah. Five million. Damn. Hi. Hi is bitter. Five million. Five million dollars. Hit, uh, hit him up. Let and um, me and my buddies have been working on an animated TV show pilot for a couple years, so I have oh, that yeah. domain. Okay. For when we're ready to Don't launch that. It. Don't say it. No, they can People try to gonna... go. It's fucking locked. It's locked in. I bought it already. Right. What, what's the fear? You locked it. You what's locked the fear it? here? Okay. It's called Super Dudes. Never mind. Super Dudes. What but it? it's called S-O-O-P-E-R-D-O-O-D-S uh-huh. so that you know that we're silly. Oh, that's right. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. animated comedy about, you know, some superheroes, some some best friends that fell apart. One made it really successful. One stayed teaching at the academy, this really shitty academy. Oh, shit. And then the one who made it really high, there was, like, this incident where now he's disgraced in society and ends up back at the school. And so it's kind of like them and their friendship recalibrating, but it's also, like, this bigger story with, like, the, the these, like, source powers that, like, caused what happened to the, the other main character. And oh, shit. I want to so talk it's kind more of about superhero this. Based. What, how, yeah. So how long have you been working on this for? Well, so, okay, so start with me and my buddy Rob. We've been toying shout around with the Rob. idea. Ta- shout out to Rob. It's going to be on episode four. Yeah. <laughs> so the um, the idea's been bouncing around with different iterations for probably like four or five years. But yeah. actively writing, working on it, developing the art, things like that, three, two to three years? Yeah. That's a f- that's so much work. It It's so much work, right? It is, man. And it's just been a lot of iteration. Yeah. Um and Cole Gosley you've had on yeah. Pod, good friend of yours he's helped us a lot he's a screenwriter things like that right so so um we've just we've done several iterations internally and then once we get to a point where it's like okay let's have a discussion with Cole and then he'll give feedback and then we give it out to friends so we've just basically been like trying to revise the pilot episode for mm-hmm. most of the last year. And again, we're all like working on this on the side, right? Yeah, um, so it takes like super fucking long. Yeah, we meet twice a week for like an hour and a half. Um, and we work on that. But we've got uh, Sean Clunan on, on now as well. He's a, he's an amazing artist and he's helping just on the creative side in general now. He's a very funny, uh, very creative guy, but he's developed all of the concept art for it. Um, yeah. Did you say George Clooney? Yeah, George Clooney's That's on. Awesome. Sean Clunan is his son. Oh, yep. Um, <laughs> so yeah. so how far are you out from having a pilot like a, a dude who the fuck knows man right? that's the question yeah well at a certain time. point it's like you know when do we stop iterating and say okay this is it yeah just like fucking okay just let's and just it, do it and it's gonna have to get to that point yeah. uh, relatively soon I think but the plan at least right now tentatively is like we're gonna put it on Kickstarter and try to raise the funds to mm-hmm. make the pilot episode which is expensive as fuck yeah like we're talking probably a hundred thousand dollars plus. Yeah, for animating an is show. like yeah, yeah. Fuck, it's just for the one episode. Yeah, 
god damn it. Yeah, it's that's a full more, episode. That's more than I thought, but I, I do know it's a lot of work. That's what, like, the main shows would be, like your BoJack Horseman, mm-hmm. Rick and Morty, things like that. So um, I don't know for sure, right? But we're getting close to that point where, yeah, we're going to put it on Kickstarter, try to raise the funds, make it, um, you know, see, put it out there, see what kind of reception we get, and then try to kind of pitch it from there. Now, you could pitch it without making it, but... You know, we're not really in that world, yeah. and it'd just be fucking cool to make it, regardless. Okay. So yeah. I think we're going to make it and have that be part of the pitch is hopefully there's some success that comes from when we post it, that people really like it, gets a lot of views, and there's like, hey, there's, you know, people like it. I love that. Let's I do love, it. like, uh, I'm, I'm such a proponent for, like, creative outlets wherever you can find them. Mm-hmm. Like, and just not, like, I, I feel, I feel like, I feel sad for people who, just do their corporate day job and then come home yeah. and then just wake up and do it over again and don't yeah, have dude. some other thing that they're doing yeah. that uh, gives them more purpose <laughs> than just making other people money. You yeah, know? yeah, definitely. Saying? Even if they even if they feel more like included in their job and it's their company or the startup, yeah. even then, yeah. which which there's the creative aspect there. Yeah, I definitely agree, man. Like like I think it's best for all of us to have multiple outlets and mm-hmm. to get some creative yeah juice is going in some direction definitely just yeah. it, it can it can, it doesn't have to be a uh an Full animated pilot or oh, yeah. a podcast or it can just be like i like building something with your hands or yeah drawing yeah. or coloring books coloring so, books, or yeah. whatever There's so many ways these days uh to make thing to kind of get into a domain in a cheap way too yeah mm-hmm. I photography mean, sure you know, is another creating one. an episode yeah, that's going to be expensive, but uh, at least putting together something to where people could support you, yeah. that you can do. Right, right, exactly. And right? it's not going to cost you a huge investment. Just with us, right? And, and you know, we're, we're doing the work behind it, and, and we're grateful that, you know, we got Sean on board that he's he's applying all of his uh, drawing and animation skills to mm-hmm. do all the artwork. How'd you meet it, this guy? It's crucial. He went to our high school. Oh, cool. Um, so Rob and I have been best buds since, like, fourth grade. We were in the same grade. But Sean was a few years younger than us, so we didn't really know him super well. But when we were talking about how we were developing this and starting to need to get somebody to do the art, a mutual friend was like, oh, you should ask Sean. He does art. And so we reached out to him. He was super interested and found out he's fucking fantastic at it. So I'll show you guys. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah you what is his uh, animation akin to? Like, Well, this is some of the – well, in my background, you can't see it super well. But that's some of the concept art. Those are some of the characters there. Oh, nice. Yeah, that looks like um... – Kind of like BoJack Horseman kind of style a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so. That's super cool. That's that's him. That's him, dude. He wow. drew that. Wow, that's super sweet. Here, yeah, I can pull up the folder. I can him. show you. That kind of makes me feel like a, a like a techno punk kind of thing. Yeah, a little, you know little, what I'm little bit. Yeah, yeah. Let me pull up. God, where would this be? Is it so? Is this what he does? Does he do this for a living? Like yeah, yeah. So he does like yeah, yeah, animation and design work for a company that you know he helps make their little like info videos and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, Pixar. Right? But yeah, dude, he's fucking dope. Let me show you here. I'll just pull up his Instagram. Shout out here. to him. Shout out to Sean. What's his Instagram handle for everybody who wants to check him out? Let's see. It's at Big Dick Sean. It's uh, Clunin. Uh, but not how his last name is spelled. It is C L U E N A N. So look like here. He just he Dope. just drew that for for Halloween. Hell yeah! Nice. Um, Very cool. That's, that's really good. Cool. Yeah. 
So, Y'all should check him out. It looks pretty sweet. Yeah, and also, oh, followers. he just did a Kickstarter for, I forgot about this, and it's actually still alive, I think, for a few more days, but oh, uh, shit. not by the time it's out. Yeah. Um, but uh, a board game that he made, he drew all the little spots, and he just did a Kickstarter, successfully raised oh, like 15 cool. grand or whatever, yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's like, like to... uh, it kind of reminds me of like Adventure Time a little bit. It's yeah. yeah. It's a drinking game, but it's, it's, like, it's like a board game drinking game. It's, yeah, oh, it's, hell yeah. It's got the box. A beer kind of thing, and then some token-looking stuff. Yeah, he made these little bottle cap tokens. They made all the squares. Hell yeah, good um, for him. He seems so yeah. pretty talented. So yeah, you talented guys, guy. You guys so got the good, got a good guy on your team. Yeah, it's dope. Um, yeah, so really excited about that. I forget how this came up, but um, the project you're working on. Well, if you need any uh, assistance with uh, recording, yeah, I'm, I know I'm the voiceover your, work, right? Guy, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, man. So. I think I think we definitely will connect on that once we get to that point. Yeah. I think we're gonna have to do a lot of um, it virtually. I would imagine. Yeah, but we're we're hoping to start casting pretty soon because I want to I want to cast some of these roles so we can mm-hmm. kind of morph the uh, dialogue with with who we think is right for the part too. Yeah, we uh, I've got I just went through a bunch of that shit. So uh, so we. We are now in the editing phase of our new audio drama. And, yeah, nice. Uh, so casting, we used Backstage, which was a really good tool. Yeah, cool. Um, and uh, got a ton of great people uh, on that yeah. platform. Um, some really talented people that we've been Yeah, I need to go on there. With. I want to do more voiceover work. but Yeah, you, you would definitely kill it. Yeah. Thanks, man. I, I need this setup is what I need. Well, all you need is, uh, uh, I mean, fucking Big Mouth. Uh, Nick Kroll did saw that all video. of his fucking audio under the. Is it? Did he actually do it under? He like. I had saw a the video. video. He was under the blanket. Under the blanket. Yeah. Uh, in his living room, which like is is a great soundproofing a great, right, like right, scheme to do right. in order to do audio. But like, um, even as if you have like a closet full of clothes, like hung up clothes, that's a great yeah. space to do it. Um, you know. Uh, small space like your bathroom it's got some pretty decent reverb yeah and that's super helpful and i don't want to shoot down your idea but ideally i'm going to be pulling from all of my friends that i know in the you know in the space for my time yeah. in mm-hmm. you know atlanta and, and denver here that i know are talented the, people on the cheap too probably yeah exactly yeah. yeah yeah and just get people that are passionate about it and really into like playing the role no i mean that's and that we did when we did that too anybody yeah, yeah. we could think of that we thought would would be a great uh, you know, voice to lend. Uh, mm-hmm, we reached mm-hmm. out to. So, I'm really excited, man. It's such a it's such a big f- but fun project because there's so many pieces to it, and mm-hmm. like there's just a lot to learn through it. But that's what I really love. I've just always loved animated comedies, dude. Like yeah, those are my favorite yeah. shows. Like What's your favorite. I mentioned Rick and Morty. Yeah. Or, or I meant yeah, I did mention that, but I also mentioned BoJack. BoJack's one of my favorites. Is it for yeah. sure? I mean show. the 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 depths they go into in kind of like the psychology and mental health and yeah. and those sorts of things like very cool. very smart fun writing in BoJack for sure. It's also cool because I think that you can create concepts in the show that are hard to replicate uh, mm-hmm. using real human life. actors, yeah. people in it. Oh, dude, yeah, that's what I love about it too. You can do anything, especially with like the concept we have. It's like su- superhero. We we've also always loved like animes and anime styles so mm-hmm. we're trying to combine that i don't know that there's i'm sure there's some out there but like you know that like classic animated comedy humor of like a bojack horseman with like the action fighting of like a dragon ball z or something mm-hmm. that's kind of what we're going for here it's nice. like uh, guardians of the galaxy right they kind of combine yeah kind the, of the comedy uh, super... with the typical superhero right. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
the uh, one one of the Netflix ones that I really like is F is for Family. You ever watch that? Um, no, but I I looked at I think it was Cole who sent me like the lookbook for it to give me an idea of like what yeah. they do when they're like selling a show. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They um. So it's Bill Burr's show. Yeah. Uh, and he, like they similar to BoJack Horseman, they deal a lot with like very um serious themes mm-hmm. like divorce and like family drama cool. and uh, kind of coming of age. Some some elements in there and stuff. And, yeah. Uh, alcohol abuse and things like that. Nice, but it's a good, yeah, it's a good comp. A good I think I love yeah. it. Are you working on any other creative like projects besides that? Yeah, so the podcast we just started mm-hmm. recently, mm-hmm. and you know we had local Denver people on, but then lately we've been pulling from again recording remotely, not ideal, but you know he has friends from Chicago from his time performing there, I have yep. friends from Atlanta, so we've been doing some more remote stuff with them. So the podcast. Uh, started um, creating some spec uh, videos and materials with with my buddy AJ. Hell yeah! Um, we're actually working on like kind of a short film slash ad commercial. It's kind of a hybrid. It's kind of cool. We got inspired by this guy off YouTube who made. It's basically a short film, mm-hmm. but it's like a spec, like quote unquote. It could be an ad, but he just made it as like spec. Like here's what I'm capable of. Um, well, nice. but it's very like you know yeah. you can have your artistic elements in it of like there's a real short story here, but it's still technically kind of a short relatively short ad so we're we're shooting something right now on that that's it, pretty pretty fun i love that yeah actually can you talk about that a little more because yeah. um i think uh do you go on tiktok yeah i think there's a lot of uh creators on there who have integrated ads into their mm. oh definitely and comedy yeah, yeah, yeah you don't even realize it's an ad anymore right right yeah they've gotten good at that yeah there's um Back in my uh, high school Back in my days, day. <laughs> uh, I took a mass media, and one of the things that they showed us was Hamlet, but it was the modern version of Hamlet. It's one of the movies, one of the many movies that have been adopted yeah. from Hamlet. And he showed us a scene from there where it was like a Pepsi vending machine in the background. Mm-hmm. And he goes, believe it or not, but that this is a big moment for Hollywood where they like integrated Pepsi into the background. Uh, yeah. Where they hadn't necessarily done that before. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was done in such a way that you wouldn't even know it was like some yeah, in, subliminal. In, yeah. Subliminal. Yeah. yeah. And so I feel like TikTokers are so good at that these days. I'm like, shit. I want a Pepsi now. Fuck, I don't know why. <laughs> Dude, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Like, they, they, they don't even show you the label mm-hmm. because they don't want it to be overt, but just based off of, like, what it, how they're using it and, what it, like, you know what it is, you know, that sort of yeah. shit. I don't know. It's, it's, it's really tricky, be, or not tricky, but smart, because uh, when you normally see an ad, you scroll through it. No one wants to watch an yeah, ad. Yeah, exactly, right? But you're trying to draw people with, like, oh, this seems like an interesting story. Yes. And then throughout, you're just kind of like, oh. And you don't mind that you just watched an ad because you got something out of it. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. So I'll show you guys afterwards. If you're interested, I'll send you the... Uh, oh, hell yeah. Some of these shorts that we were inspired by. One's like two minutes, one's like four minutes. But this guy's a great cinematographer. But we just shot some stuff yesterday. I was going to show you. Like, these are some of the still shots. Um, oh, I love the lighting, yeah. Yeah, my buddy AJ is a great um, wow. fucking DP. Good for you guys. Look at that. Dude, he's great. That's cool. That kind of... Uh, like that. I love that. I, I, I know with the lighting. That's such great. That's yeah. <laughs> such great. Just just the whole layout of that that frame. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we just started that. We're gonna film some more of it tomorrow. We were hoping to film. 
we have a, a, a scene at the theater. We're hoping to film it at the theater. You guys aren't free tomorrow, are you? During the day? No. You work? Ah, yeah. oh, oh, shit. Yeah, that's the problem we're running into. We asked people way too late, but we need more extras. So we're going to have to shoot a different scene tomorrow. But mm. that's a great thing about like the theater, and they're gracious. And I mean, about being, you know, I'm a teacher there, so I, I think I get a so little bit more. So they let you like kind of do some. Yeah, the last film a, there. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. During the day, I mean, they don't, you know, it's nights and weekends there. Yeah. I remember, uh, so I, I was in a like a small little band in high school, and we wanted to do a photo shoot in the movie theater at like the Regal, the local Regal Cinema, mm-hmm. and we were like, we just need to like go in when there's not a movie playing and mm-hmm. take a quick shot of us in the front row, like being silly. And they were like, yeah, um, the only way we're gonna be able to do that is if you rent the place out for um, the you know, rent it out and it's uh, a minimum of four hours and it's $400 an hour. Right. And I was like, uh, we're no. just high schoolers. We can't afford to do like, can you just like, let us like, come on, be cool. Wow. Just be cool, baby. Be cool. That's hilarious. If it was that quick, you should have just bought movie tickets to, to a movie that nobody would have seen. We were fucking Go in stupid, early dude. and just film it in the front row. We were stupid, bro. But it's also, it's hard to do those things, right? That's why yeah. like typically, yeah, people would want to make money off that, but especially a big company like that. They're probably like, yeah, I have to go to the, yeah, I got to ask my tape. boss or whatever. Yeah. So maybe like a local movie theater. Like typically, when you're looking for yeah, yeah free shit like that, like shooting uh, locations and stuff, Naples. you want to go for the local, mm-hmm. like yeah. somebody who's definitely going to understand like small small business to small business. Yeah, exactly. Uh, or like yeah. if you know somebody who works there, like we didn't know anybody. Or who someone who there. wants to support a creative person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like a big chain. Exactly. Case. So oh. like I wanted to film a sketch at a um, at a bar, and there was this like coffee shop that also had a bar right across the street from where I lived in Atlanta. It was a very, very cool, hip, artistic bar. And so I just asked them, and they were like, yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Or just let us do it for free. Oh, like, that's when totally they were cool. Chase yeah. got chased down of a Starbucks once for I did. taking a video there. Yeah, they did not Whoa. like it. Yeah, so... Taking a video, or you were, like, filming something? So I was filming... Um, a proposal video for my wife. Okay. And uh, the whole premise of the video is I'm going to places around uh, Florida State campus, like kind of like talking about like, oh, this place is significant because we used to come here. And right. so, so like there was a Starbucks inside of the library on campus. And okay. so I was like, yeah, we used to come here and study. So you're like, blah, you're, blah, blah. you're filming yourself saying so I'm, all this. I'm filming myself. Starbucks. And then we take a, we take a, a quick, like um, just like a lifestyle shot of like the front of the like coffee area. And right. the, the, not even the manager, but it was like somebody wa- it, arming the cashier who was like, you can't take photos. They're going to sue you. If you take videos of this, <laughs> I'm like, Calm down. Yeah, they're going to sue Bro, you. who do you, do you like own this Starbucks? Like, yeah. what do you, how much, you're making I'm the CEO, actually. Yeah. an hour and you care about. I'm on undercover enough? boss for the yeah. day. Like, <laughs> yeah. This is the wrong Let day to come it. into this one. I'm like, yeah. no, no, bro. This is for, this is for like my wife and her family. Like, calm it's down. So right. Yeah. I'm not profiting off of it. They like this. pretty much chased me out. Yeah, that's just funny. And you're like, eh, my name's Chase anyway. The irony, you don't understand. I'm like, you can call my lawyer. I don't care. Yeah. Um, Ridiculous. I didn't have a lawyer. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that's what you always threaten. Yeah, yeah. Regardless, right? My, you'll be hearing Make them from call my your lawyer. Bluff. Yes, yeah. yes. You'll be hearing from my public defender. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So that that's that's pretty cool that you you're kind of like you're doing a couple of different things. You're doing the podcast. Yeah, dude. You're yeah. Doing the improv. The you're working on the animated series and then you know the short kind of spec that's that's really cool yeah we're 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 developing so we've shot a couple ads so far um we've edited and released one but we're 
we're looking to get whatever, like um, five to eight mm-hmm. spec ads of like, hey, this is the type of work that we can do, this is the type of work that we want to do, and then start sort of, you know, a production company around it. And that's the best, I think that's the best way to do it too, is like make ads for established brands yeah. and be like, yo, take a look at that. Like, that's how a lot of people are doing social media nowadays. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, hey, I I, t- I took your product for free and put it in my my the background of my my Instagram right. and, I, and how it many was followers this popular. Yes. Do you want me to do more? Yeah, exactly. And right. and you know if they're smart, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the money. Thi- <laughs> the thing that's hard is like typically a lot of them, you know, whatever, stay on brand. We have our brand. Yeah. So we haven't been working too hard to be like, okay, this product, this is their brand. This is what we're trying to do. It's mm-hmm. more just like. All right, we want to shoot a fun cereal commercial. What would that be for us? That mm-hmm. that plausibly somebody might look at and hire us for. Now we picked a cereal for that, and we did it. Um, would it match their brand? Probably not. Maybe not. But yeah. you know, it's more of a portfolio piece to be like, yeah, it's a proof of concept. If, yeah, exactly. It's a proof of concept, so people can go and and if somebody does want that style, they can say, oh, great, oh, these guys. And I think our niche would be um, that you know, comedic comedic ads. Yeah. Where are you putting these portfolio pieces? So nowhere yet, although I released the one, the Peloton ad we did. Mm. I just released that on my Instagram. But I think, I don't know, I think we'll just throw them on our Instagram until we we get the amount that we want and then, you know, start a website and start a specific probably Instagram page for it. Yeah. Nice. Dope. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, I got a bunch of different shit, Uh, probably too much. I I tend to do that, say yes to things and like get spread too thin because... Yeah, man. You know, it's it's a hard balance that I'm constantly trying to figure out is like how how much am I just diverting my energy and focus to where I'm not able to put my all into and make one thing really great versus like, you know, I'm working on it, having fun and probably doing okay to good at a handful of things, you know, mm-hmm. which I think everybody can relate to. But like with yeah. creative projects, that's kind of where I'm at. It's like, okay, how many do I really take on and really focus on? Yeah, I think, I mean, that happens even, like, in the corporate world, too, you know, where you get assigned too many projects at the same time. Yeah. And they all don't kind of get the focus that they need. Um, but I, f- I feel like there's a story that you're kind of, like, living right now with all these projects. And, like, one will start to emerge uh, taller or more right. significant, and then you'll start to divert more of your time there, you know. And then that that will kind of yeah. like guide your story, uh, your creative story in yeah. that direction. Yeah, thanks. That's great. Yeah, I think that's the idea, right? Yeah. Is like let it <clears throat> let it find itself. I'm not trying to force anything, and mm-hmm. just whichever one just happens to be the right fit. Like, okay, great. And they're all, I mean, they're all very creative projects too, and they're all different in their own ways. So yeah, it's it's like there's only there's always a danger in putting your eggs into one basket, right? Right. So yep. there's like, you know, you talk about the cons of having spreading your two, yourself too thin, but there then there's the cons of like, okay, if I just put all my eggs in the podcast basket and that exactly. doesn't end up working out the way you want it to, then, yeah. you're, then you're fucking screwed. Right. <laughs> or like, yeah, exactly. So you know, what's the balance there? Exactly. Yeah. There was always a balance. Have yeah. you ever thought about how you could apply your background in computer electrical engineering to this creative side? I, I know it, sometimes it's hard because it's very logical kind of stuff but what, what yeah speak to that more what do you mean exactly uh i mean you you earned this degree so you took right. a lot of classes you had a lot of oh so how do i not waste my money sure. <laughs> yeah yeah or your time yeah yeah i, I mean no in in, in, a, in a serious yeah way i i i think that uh you i mean anything can be applicable if 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 right if you uh can get there 
Well, I think it's interesting because I think definitely the skills and um, type of thinking that I learned through getting my degree is absolutely with me every day in everything that I do. And it's helping me in all these creative projects. And I think that is kind of, I guess, more of my unique background is I think like my background is the logical um, problem solving approach to things. Um, And then I've had to train up this creative side and practice it. Mm. Uh, Neuroplasticity shout out, hopefully. And so it is the balance of the two. And so I, I don't know where that side comes in exactly, but I think it's it's with me in, in all the creative things that I do and how I choose to kind of like try to like organize, produce, and manage all of them, if anything. Maybe that would be it. It feels like it feels like we're in a job interview right now. Like this is a very yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. prepared where do you see statement. Yourself? Yeah. So how, how do you see yourself you applying use... your degree? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, you see, I learned a lot of No, um that makes sense. I mean you, it seems like you have no interest in pursuing any of that stuff. Yeah, I mean, right? Is that accurate to say? What, like electrical engineering? Yeah, not really, not deep in the weeds. Yeah, um, maybe at a high level. Like I do enjoy, you know, uh, technical logic problem solving to a degree, but I love the creative side too. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think I can find a good mix from a from a day job that gets me enough of that and 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 these side things until who knows what happens, you know. True. Well, we're uh, oh, geez, we're about two hours in. So All right, it's three a.m. I think we can ramp this thing up. And we do these so late. We need to start doing them earlier. <laughs> Damn. No, this ain't um, this ain't bad at all. Hey, thanks for coming on, man. I really appreciate Yo, it. This was really fun. Oh, thank you guys. No, this was awesome. I really appreciate it. It was super fun. Loved chatting with you guys. Loved learning about uh, cryptocurrency. Yes. Loved chatting about um, different um, crypto names and, and email names that mm-hmm. we could come up with. Yep. yep. Um, so you, we'll have to have you back on. We'll give you some time to think more about uh, what your crypto name would be. Okay. So mm-hmm. so you guys didn't like Bongalicious 69420XXO? I, I feel like you already kind of have that space with yeah. your resume and that's like right. your identity off the crypto market sure true, so we're true, looking true. for a little more thought behind that one next okay time, so. we're also we may put a character limit on it next time too yeah ah, that's true. see i asked and you said you no did. i know but that's now okay. he's that's backtracking okay. a little bit okay. yeah well thank you guys this has been awesome yeah awesome. i appreciate so, the drink i appreciate you having yeah me. what what's your uh what's your handle on instagram give us the name of your podcast all your social meds yeah my instagram name is matt brug m-a-t-t-b-r-u-g-g-g-g Four of them G's, baby. I like it. Um, the, four, the four of them G's, baby, it was just me commenting on it. That is not in the handle. Do not type that in. Um, <laughs> yeah, so cut off right after this. The four yeah, G's. yeah. And then the podcast. Yeah, if anybody likes uh, comedy podcasts, uh, improv podcasts, it is called Destination Passport. You can get it anywhere, you know, Spotify, Apple, um, uh, whatever, like literally anywhere. Stitcher, right? all those good Stitcher, stuff. Stitcher, yeah, yeah, it's all over. Podcast, so yeah. Destination uh, Passport is where you can check that out. And then Fantastic. in the future, Super Dudes? In the future, look out for, I'll I'll, I'll let everybody know. I'll be yeah. fucking annoying yeah, about we'll, the marketing we'll be, of this. We'll have you on again. We'll, yeah. be, we'll have you on again, yeah. Okay, yeah. perfect. For the release of the Kickstarter, that'd be great. Sweet. We can talk more specifics then because then it'll be it'll be on the cuff. Oh, I love it. I love yeah, it. we can do some BTS talk. <laughs> Behind the scenes, baby. <laughs> All right, cool. Thanks for listening in. Thanks for watching. Until next time, adios. Thank you. Bye.